Welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday, February the 20th, 2022. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Mostly. And mostly, Robert Kemp. Which part did you leave behind? Um, a bunch of mucus, probably. <laughs> 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 I guess that was a part of you once. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, want to think about all the parts of you that you've left behind. Oh, that is... No, no. 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 <laughs> But a lot of stuff just goes right through, though. That doesn't count. That's true. It's not really a part. It was never really a part of you. It's just on its way through. <laughs> just a tourist, my colon. But you've mostly made it <laughs> to Rob's place. I'm, so, I'm selling tickets to my colon. All five are welcome. All five? <laughs> All five. Oh, my God. There's a lot of fiber. It's very difficult to buy all ran for some reason. Really? Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's, well, just like, it's, it's just it's like, what, you mean the cereal has just disappeared? Yeah. Like, I it, mean, like, Kellogg's no. are the only people still making it, and they don't That's apparently the biggest, supply enough. It's the biggest maker of cereal in the world, right? Presumably. And I don't like the Kellogg's version. I preferred the Tesco version when they still made it, but they right. stopped making it. <laughs> huh. Yeah, because all the different own brand, all brands. Right? That's a bit of a tongue twister, isn't it? I mean, Kellogg's All Brand is the brand name, right? But they like they have to be brand something else if they're like. No, I think they're just all called. Is is all, is all brand allowed? Is it generic enough? Okay. But yeah, the Kellogg's version is too like it absorbs the milk too fast, so you just end up with a bowl of mush. It is quite mushy, which yeah. is just not good. You need a little bit of salt. That's why. That's why I just have brand flakes now. They're slightly more solid. Yeah, brand flakes are alright. But I they're not enough brand. brand flakes I prefer it. all brand. <laughs> Yeah. It's in the name. It's the most brand you can possibly have. <laughs> it's literally all brand. <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time I had brand flakes or all brand, but but yeah, I used to have them quite a bit. I don't know why. Like they're just the and of all the cereals, like I think you're gonna get like a raised eyebrow at when people say like you're eating or what? It's like all brand seems high up there. Right? I don't know. It's just like okay. I, I, yeah, I think it's like because it's like it, what like if you want a healthy breakfast, why aren't you eating some fucking muesli or something? Muesli, muesli, <laughs> <laughs> some fucking muesli. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think it's a respectable one of the along with like your Quaker oats and all that. I mean, it's, I mean, not, it's not like it, the one that you're going to get arched eyebrows on is the like super sugar. Yeah, anything that's not any of these incredibly healthy ones. Frost. Chocolate frosted sugar bombs or whatever it was in the Calvin and Hobbes. Frost, frosted shreddies? Can I get away with some frosted shreddies? Not really. Shit. Regular shreddies. I mean, I, I don't drink. get away with those. I mean, I love me some frosted shreddies. They're like the best cereal. That well, I don't or, do cereal at all, and I never have. That or the crunchy yeah. nut clusters with the chocolate bits in them. Far too much sugar. Those are amazing. <laughs> they are great, but it's just far too much sugar. <laughs> brand. And I mean, I, I, when, when my brand flakes have run out and I've been like, what other cereals are there here? I'm just like, oh, here's some kind of muesli type thing and i'm just like even this is far too sweet yeah i'm not, I'm not <laughs> see i'm not into like straight muesli i like the like 
was it the cereal, the the crunch cereals like I don't know what the, what they're even made of really they 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 often come in those like sort of like naturey looking boxes but they, they they describe themselves as as a, as a crunch as opposed to a, a like muesli 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 what is the correct pronunciation of it? it's muesli I think it is muesli muesli that's something I eat. <laughs> porridge i think it's yeah i think muesli is sort of sort of a bit like i don't know requires too much effort of your jaw as well it's a bit too like it doesn't probably doesn't, less doesn't, than the crunches doesn't crunch easily i don't know yeah, it's, it's, the crunches it's in the name they are in fact crunchy <laughs> yeah but it's crunchy as opposed to like a gummy squidginess right it sort of becomes like a little not not as mushy as an all brand soaked in milk definitely but... nothing as much as mushy as that <laughs> I don't know, like, yeah, if you leave some cornflakes out for too long, that's that's a proper bush, right? Yeah, pretty much. I feel like I would eat porridge if, well, A, again, as always, the marginal inconvenience of having to heat things. <laughs> it's just like, I could just pour milk straight into this cereal. That's much easier. <laughs> but then B, every time I thought about eating porridge, I rediscover that the package of porridge that is in our cupboard was inherited for our grandma so it's ancient and oh i'm like gosh. i'm i just don't trust that <laughs> is, it, is it just the packet or the contents ancient? i'm pretty sure it's the contents oh god but i'm just like every time i go in there i think other porridge gets eaten and then that's always left when i look i don't think anyone actually is progressing through that ancient porridge they're just <laughs> taking the much newer porridge that keeps getting bought and then taken away before i get to it <laughs> It's like, oh look, it's that ancient porridge again. <laughs> but you're never gonna ask. No. We did. We did. We did it's do always it. annoying when I look at that cupboard. And it's just like, why is this ancient ass, whatever the hell this is, still here? <laughs> no one's going to eat this, or if they are, it's going to be not in its pure form. It's going to be <laughs> shoved into something to mask the fact that it's ancient. I mean, is it, are they like the oats you could put in a crumble or something, and they're still good for that? Yeah, exactly. That was that's the kind of thing I would expect. But, crumble oats, but in all these random jars of stuff that have been inherited from grandma especially because it's they're like real jars where it's like it's like a glass jar nice and, and the label of whatever is in there has been like cut out of the bag and shoved in there because that's what grandma did oh right i see yeah but that's how you can tell <laughs> where it's like this has clearly not been opened in like 10 years or more <laughs> that can't be good no you wouldn't have thought so i mean we were i found some 2017 yeast the other day and i thought that was a that was a risk. Well, like, I mean, well like, maybe because the yeast probably wouldn't work. Yeah, exactly. At that point. It's more more likely that it's just <laughs> not actually going to do anything than it's going to be doing anything weird. Mm. <laughs> it's not as good as finding silver cake balls from the eighties in your mum's cupboard. I mean, those are probably but... acceptable though, because it's just basically sugar. <laughs> it's, it's a sugar ball. It doesn't really go off or anything. I guess it doesn't go off, but it's probably like just it could be covered in all kinds of like sugar loving crap. Well, yeah, in 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 that kind of cake decoration case where it's like it's not an even slightly sealed container, then yes, <laughs> yeah, it's basically a cardboard tube <laughs> that they're stored in. Most skank will have sentiency. There'll just be these little silver balls flying out of the out of the packet, attacking my face. <laughs> little laser beams. So pizza day was ruined this year. Ah. Oh. Which specific pizza day are we talking about? So, so there's a. I know every day is pizza day, right? <laughs> or at least every Sunday. And um, but uh, 
specifically, like, Gnome and I don't really do Valentine's Day, but we do make a sort of little annual tradition roughly around this time where I go out of my way to make pizzas from scratch. Right, yeah. And um, for the first time in a great many years, I was pretty much 100% free from illness, which, like, never happens. <laughs> so it's At like, this time of year. Yeah. So, so it's, it's always combined, like, you get sick and then you have to make pizza from scratch. Kind of, yeah. Or we or it, get, or it gets hideously delayed even more than usual and we have to do, we do it in, like, March or something. <laughs> right, it's, like, right. it's very, very rare that it happens, like, to plan. Um, uh, although this year... The plan didn't exactly uh, wasn't exactly in my control because we had planned on having pizza day on Friday, now known as the day the wind did a thing. <laughs> the windiest day since records but wind, wind, wind did wind, was wind. since wind did wind <laughs> <laughs> since it blew. Um, yeah, so Eustace had other ideas. Didn't like the idea of pizza. The heretic. And, uh, well, apart from destroying my fence in the back garden... Oh, really? Classic. ...managed to destroy <laughs> power to this particular part of the world for about 32 hours. Whoa. Yeah. Seriously? Seriously. Oh, man. What did you do? You must have been bored. Very. <laughs> it's like I only did had a couple of... that part of the world? I mean, I only, had a, only had a couple of hours of power left in the, in the Switch because that's how long the switch lasts. Um, mm-hmm. So so there wasn't much options there. My DS isn't charged, because um, it's been in the loft since we moved. Um, uh, I, I guess I could have got some GBAs out and put some batteries in them, because, you know, they use regular-ass batteries. Um, but it would have been dark, and I haven't got GBAs with backlights. <laughs> so that would have been entertaining. You still have the lights for them, though. <laughs> Somewhere oh, in your yeah. shit boxes. I, I guess I probably do have that one that's got like a <laughs> like a magnifier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I probably do. <laughs> um, yeah, so we went at the pub. because oh. Needham apparently wasn't quite so badly hit. Um, right, and the pub had power. The rampant horse had power, so we we were there for a bit. And then, but to be honest, it got to like ten o'clock, like half nine maybe, and we were just like, "What are we going to do now? Sleep." So we just went to bed, <laughs> like really early. In the dark. Yeah. yeah. In the dark, in a dark, do. cold house. And then we had to put up with all of Saturday without power as well. Um, Does the heat, heating not work? No, because um, we've, we've got an oil boiler. It needs it, It's basically 100% off when it's not running. It's not like there's a pilot light or something running at all times. Right. Um, so it needs power to turn on. Oh, you can't light it without the no. power. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, we had no heating either, so that kind of sucked. No one was getting very grumpy. So we ended up we ended up hanging out with Kippers for, yeah, for most I mean, of, for most yeah, of yeah, yesterday so afternoon. You <laughs> just went. Yeah, we just went yeah, somewhere man. else. It's like, what else are we going to do? Yeah, I guess. That so my pizza dough is now sentient, I think. Because um, <laughs> I made the... We sort of optimistically made a bit the dough, like, on on Friday. Oh, no. um, thinking it's like, yeah, okay, pa- power's, power's going to come back, right? It's going to be fine. It's like, no, it did not It did not come back. So it's been proving for, like, three days now. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's not going to be usable. We're going <laughs> to... You're going to have to start again with the dough. Okay. Yeah. So, so we'll do did pizza. you lose anything in the fridge or...? Oh, I mean, I mean, we had sausages out of the freezer today, but we think it was mostly right. okay. We think it's okay. 
Yeah, we just we just we just had a rule where it's just like, well, there's absolutely nothing we other than cheese, I guess. There's nothing in the fridge we can probably actually get out right now because we can't get the milk out to make a cup of tea. Um, no. Um, or a coffee or anything like that. So it's like, other, other than the cheese, there's probably nothing out of the fridge we're going to want. And of course, we can't use anything in the freezer. So let's just leave that completely sealed and it will hopefully yeah. stay as a cooler box for a day. Sensible, yeah. Yeah, so we didn't we didn't touch that. Um, no, we did cook super noodles in a, in a fondue kit. Um, <laughs> put a little, little meth powered flame under this fondue kit and cook some super noodles in <laughs> what like a a gas yeah like a camping stove a camp- but like camping stove but yeah. like a really slow burn <laughs> man dark times wow. literally dark times literally dark living in the country Zach were you hit by it at all or were you fine no it went off for like 15 minutes oh man <laughs> <laughs> That fucking sucks. For context, off. how far how far apart do you guys live from each other? Would you say like, like half a mile? Yeah, like a golf course length, <laughs> yeah, like five hundred yeah. yards. No problem. More <laughs> Probably two par fives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A par ten golf course. Yeah. <laughs> two Tiger Woods shots. Yeah. Tiger but I wouldn't have thought it would have like been that different because last time our power went down for a really long time, it was because the power line just on the other side of the railway got hit by one of the trees because there's that wooded area right, right there, and so that got that got taken down and it took forever to fix because obviously that area is super inaccessible as well. So yeah, we 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 actually took we took the neighbor's dog out as well because they were they were they were just like, "What are you doing right now?" And we're like, "Nothing." Um, <laughs> All right, because neither yeah. neither, neither of us could work either um no so it's like so i guess, I guess that's a plus um, um right. but like yeah so we, so we took we were taking the dog and we was walk, we were just walking down the road a little bit here and we ran into some uh to a fire crew so like i guess the a, a wire that, that got busted just uh like there's like one overhead wire or something that's like not far down the road that had busted started a fire in someone's backyard oh, and right. um um, nothing, nothing too serious, but that one cable powers this entire little, this entire block, I guess. Right. True, um, yeah. This part of the village, um, yeah, and I guess because it, it, it's somewhat isolated um, compared to like I don't know towns <laughs> and Greater Needham, it's like I guess we were low down the priority list to get sorted. Mm. But then there's a lot of old people, so it should have been higher up the list, right? <laughs> it wasn't that cold though, really. So that's- it was- Pretty cold. It wasn't like winter cold. It was only like early spring cold. Mm. I mean, it was in the positive degrees at least. Yeah, so that's been my weekend. <laughs> kind of messed up. Did people actually stay indoors during the storm like they were told to? I mean, I didn't. We Some went people... out. For, like I just said, I went out for a walk and went to the oh, park. All right, yeah. <laughs> well, di- Oh, right, when it was actually like... Yeah, when it was proper storming. Full, full, full storming. <laughs> I yeah, opened my windows good. when the wind was blowing. Like, so I was like, this is a good opportunity to just get some airflow because my windows haven't been open for the whole of winter, basically. Might great. as well just open them up and blow it through. It was great fun. <laughs> it ripped the roof off next door shed. That was about all the damage oh, I could my, see. My, my, my brother's lost roof tiles. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's kind of the worst. It's like, oh, yeah, sure. Like roofs are designed well enough that that's not going to ruin the waterproofing. You know, the, the the layer underneath does that, but um, mm. 
but yeah, they've lost tile, so that's not a, not a nice fix. Well, I mean, I wonder what it would have been like at your old house in that wind tunnel. Because mm. <laughs> those buildings made a hell of a wind tunnel down that road. See, our, our old house was always fine. Like, houses around us had problems, but our one was always okay. Um, we did have a little sneaky look when we were, like, nearby Kippers' place. Yeah. And we just sort of had a little look, and we are just like, yep, no, all the tiles are there. <laughs> They're good. A few of the flats nearby definitely weren't good. They'd lost some. Hmm. I got a good view of the bird flock of birds basically going completely sideways. <laughs> Fast and feathered Tokyo drift. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, oh dear. Man. Hope they managed to land safely. I think they're all right. Slightly off course. Unless it was blowing in the direction they wanted to go, in which case, yeah. Yeah, some of, them, some of them were fighting it and not having much fun, and the others, others were going, okay, I'm going full speed <laughs> with the wind. Yeah. This will probably add days to my migration, but I don't care. <laughs> so are you going to get like some kind of anchor, you know, power thing for the next time <laughs> so you, you, you so you're ready to power your ds or whatever <laughs> in the in the cut in the yeah, well, global warming coincidental storms somewhat coincidentally a bit of me has been thinking about like solar panels and stuff like that again um, oh yeah getting those fitted and like but because you can get those like house batteries now that are like yeah i think they they don't store a great deal they store less than a car like you know a few, a few kilowatt hours um, and they're a couple of grand yeah. if you want one of those. Um, just just a for car, just a car for this battery. Stores quite a lot though, right? A, energy, a, a car stores around seventy kilowatt hours. Right, like that's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it needs to to get anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because there's that new. I think I think the I key think is that was kind of a, a cool selling point of like the new Ford F one fifty you know the the electric one lightning or whatever is that like it can basically power your house for days <laughs> pretty much because mm. obviously it's a pickup truck so it's huge so it's an even bigger battery um but like you know texas has all the problems with its like electricity grid and they were like down for days and it's right, like, right. just power it off your pickup truck and that's <laughs> the kind of people that would be sniffing about electric vehicles and want their gas guzzling you know giant pickups and it's like yeah but if you get this electric one it can tow more <laughs> And it can power your house. But then they'll be all like, well, why would I need that? I got a backup generator right here. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you do, then, uh, yeah. I call it Bethany. It smells delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Bethany, the backup <laughs> generator. <laughs> you, should get, you should get one of those for the You can power the street and charge everyone. Someone around here, like, like there was a floodlight still on, like, around here. And we're like, what the? How is that working? It's like someone must have like like some sort of security light or something that just just has acres of storage. Yeah. Like it just has an Uber battery because it was really bright. Mm. But it was quite funny just having a little peer out the windows being like, well, what's everyone else doing? It's like candlelight, candlelight, candlelight. <laughs> you just, just vaguely see little little glimmers. That's super paranoid having a like a battery backup security light it's like for when the the thieves that are coming for your jewels cut the power <laughs> well i mean maybe it happens more often than we think around here and they're the smart ones yeah maybe maybe 
I mean, it might not have to have that much backup if it was just an LED. I don't know, yeah. Because <laughs> they can be very, as proven by the torch that I have, they can be extremely bright for not actually very much power. Yeah, that's uh, true. I mean, yeah, modern LEDs are excellent. Um, but it was really bright. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, that was well, my, that, storm, that was my weekend. News. Yeah, Not playing games news. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. Not not this weekend. Got a little bit in this morning. And not making pizza news as well. Not making pizza news, no. But it will happen. It is coming. The pizza is coming. In one form or another, there will be pizza. <laughs> Some form. Pizza never stops. No. I was about to say you pizza. Know. Pizza never changes. But it kind of does. Like Pizza can <laughs> change. Pizza has a billion forms. You got any kitchen bitchin's egg before we dive into the news? Uh, not really. I mean, I've got. I can. I, I can give you. Yeah, we already covered the cereal situation. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I could have my other bitching moment of YouTube advert bitching. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the classic. Because I thought I was done with the adverts for that bullshit game, but no, there was like whole oh, fucking another fifteen more that I ended up going through. Their advertising project must be nuts. And also, weirdly, coincidentally, like probably two days after the last podcast where I talked about it, they YouTube finally updated the like remove this advert dialogue box window thing to make it it's like it's way bigger and it has like more information in it, but they got rid of the like reasons selection. Not that those reasons were ever useful or made any sense or probably mattered at all. <laughs> but now you can't even pick like repetitive or irrelevant or whatever. It's just like, just get rid of it. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> Which makes it much less guilt trippy, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. It's just like, you don't have to have a, even the slightest legitimate reason. You can just be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dislike. Yep. We never guessed what that game was called, right? Uh, no. Because you weren't going to tell us. Nope. Um, Ta- Tower Saga. <laughs> that sounds generic. Yep, is that a real thing? I'm guessing not. I mean, that is uh, that is two two very similar game names of generic games. Fruit Crush. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit too close, though. Yeah, it's a bit too close. That <laughs> probably already exists. Ni- nin- I would be surprised. Ninja Royale. That also probably already exists. <laughs> um, Royale with Ninja. Bingo Battle. Casino Kings. <laughs> Casino Kings definitely already exists. <laughs> the Fruit Ninja. <laughs> right. Wine Gum Tantrum. <laughs> I would play Wine Gum Tantrum. That sounds like something that Wine Gums would have made as a marketing thing at some point. <laughs> Some <laughs> b- 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 like wine gum themed match free rip off. <laughs> wine gum, Andrew. You don't want to throw one of those. All brand pro ab. I don't know what sport all brand would be, but. <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of videos about Five Nights of Shreddies. <laughs> <laughs> now we've gone into like serial games it's not yeah. even, we're just totally randomly off topic here 
I've been seeing a lot of videos about curling for some reason on my YouTube, I guess, because it's because just we went hot to the moment. Yeah. It's on today. Yeah. And we, uh, we won. Well, spoilers didn't, for those that didn't watch it. But yes, we, we totally won. But it's not then, a spoilers for something that's just happened, I guess. Well, don't ruin the Super Bowl for us. I still haven't watched that. <laughs> no. Oh, right. Okay. But it was weird, like, because I was seeing these videos where it's just like, I mean, I wasn't seeing videos about any other winter sports. Just curling. <laughs> I mean, that was all we were good at. Well, obviously, that's the but, only one. We're but I don't think that's why it would get recommended like that on YouTube. And, no, also, and also, it wasn't like they were. Well, as this is just YouTube being YouTube, but it wasn't. It wasn't like they were current videos. It was like here's a random curling video from six years ago. Okay, wow. <laughs> of like Canadians playing curling. In, in you know how that in fact it's curling the, rocks. Yes, pun intended. The, the, the like UTF or whatever the emoji the set of emojis is quite limited, isn't it? I can never find like something that i'd actually want to use as an emoji uh but i was texting someone about curling and of course there's a curling emoji the spinning stone right or something yeah the stone like... is yeah. one of the emojis it's like how many people use that i, don't know. I, I, I imagine most of scotland <laughs> right now <laughs> yeah and of course there's a gold medal emoji so i was like stone 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 gold medal <laughs> do you reckon that I'm lucky like, do you reckon as, people as use as that to mean they're getting stoned just like just that's not an obvious <laughs> enough stone reference stone. i don't think just, just like i'm getting i'm getting curling stoned tonight <laughs> maybe in scotland <laughs> that that's useful is it a side view or top down it'd be like isometric it's, it's I guess, a side but... view it's a side view oh, yeah it... i think it's a side view at least on apple Obviously, like, it, would have, it would have it would have to be a side view to make it more obvious what the hell it was because <laughs> otherwise it'd just be like a, a yellow or red circle with a bit of gray around it yeah true <laughs> yeah it's definitely a side on view <laughs> Curling search stone. emoji <laughs> well i can't curling stone a de- part of the default set <laughs> it's probably extended hmm. yeah, yeah i don't know it's a cut the searching for curling or stone on my samsung s8 hasn't come up with one. Oh, maybe it's just a unless it's like an, can, an apple thing yeah maybe apple add stuff like that's you know contextual to the moment do you think i mean i, I wouldn't be surprised like, is, is there an Olympic symbol in there? Because that's not a standard emoji. Well, no, would, there isn't. Yeah, that would be a weird one. Let me look at my extremely old phone and see if, although I, if I search anything. Although if I search for Olympics on, on a Samsung, I do get the medals emojis come up. Yeah. Rock and stone! <laughs> that's what we need to use that for, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Was approved as part of Unicode 10 in 2017. Wow. Interesting. I can't have had, I suppose I might have had this phone this long. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't have that emoji library. Hmm. Amazing. I'm lucky as, as a train because like emojis come from Japan. So before they started, um, and Japanese people love trains. So before they actually stand and start, you know, reining back how many emojis there were, there were already like 10 different train emojis. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, they could have had like a steam one, a bullet train, a regular tram yeah. sort of thing. Let's have a look. What have we got here? How do you... Uh... <laughs> Adventures in emoji with those who aren't that familiar with using them. <laughs> There's train, high-speed train, bullet train, station, metro, locomotive, mountain railway, oh, yeah. monorail, <laughs> light rail. Oh, quite a few. That I'm looking at them now. Yeah. There's quite a few cars as well, in fairness. 
mountain railway that's got to be pretty niche and the sort of radio <laughs> towers that are around tokyo they're here as well yeah i cannot find the curling stone oh no there it is i totally got yeah. it I, don't, I... <laughs> I can't see what it's called but i've totally got a curling stone so weird i'm not sure i do on my extremely old phone there's a lot, several other like Olympic sport logo type things. Mm. Mm. There's, a, there's like a, it's not a bobsled or a skeleton or a luge, but there's a sled and there's some skis and ice skating. I've got what appears to be surfing, snowboarding, swimming. <laughs> Skateboarding's on here. I'm sure all of these have a secondary meaning. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Especially that boxing glove. <laughs> what is that? I guess I've just got whoops. I've got something that looks very much like a Pac-Man ghost, which is like what, what even <laughs> like that's not even <laughs> In fairness, if I search for something that doesn't exist like on this phone, I get a little you get a little ghost run along the screen and it says nothing to see here. And <laughs> and I'm just like okay. what if I want that? <laughs> yeah, what if you want to put that ghost? It's probably new phone time for me, I think. Like, you um, think? Yeah, battery life is getting quite slim on this thing, which was yeah. highly noticeable recently. Um, <laughs> what, what, when you lost power for 32 hours? When I lost hours. power for 32 hours, yeah. I mean, I, like, fortunately, my little Google Cloud battery pack that I got as a freebie at a convention center, a convention once, was like a, was fully charged. So I managed to get, oh, nice. get an 80% charge out of that um, for a bit. And you know, we could we sort of charged them whenever we got in a car. We charged, charged the like, okay, plug everything in. <laughs> yeah, sensible. So, what's the plan for a new phone though? Uh, I'll probably stay in Samsung land. I like I like my S8 yeah. quite a lot, but um, well, I think the new S it's just getting a bit S22 sluggish these days. Or something, isn't it? No. Yeah, twenty two's just come out. I think that looks pretty good i mean it's it's only a unless you're getting the 22 ultra which mm -hmm. is where all the changes are like the, the regular 22 is pretty much the same as last year's um, sure. or as, yeah. as the 21 um so yeah don't go out of your way to get a 20. i'm probably not going to go out of my way to get a 22 i'll be quite happy with a 21 but i don't i'll fail yeah. but 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 then I, I don't know if it's just worth like just doing a factory reset on this thing like just clean it all the way back and then see if that speeds it up because that's my biggest problem. It's like I just just I just find myself like waiting to jump between things now, which it didn't used to do. Um, yeah, um, yeah, it's a combination, isn't it? Like, it probably is the battery health. Yeah, has a big effect. As I mean, that's it's kind of the, it's the only thing I really want my phone to ever be good at, and that's just switching between things. Mm. It's like I don't, and obviously be be semi-decent at making phone calls and text messages sure, yeah. um, actually be decent at a phone but you know if i if i want to use apps and things like that i don't want to have to wait for them to load or to um mm. uh or, or for them to faff around in some way it's like no i, I just want to get on with this if i want to look something up very quickly on a map or something i don't want to have to wait for the maps app to load no and you just want i just want to go that... and it's that is what a speedier phone will get will get you there right mm. come on that's what i noticed most yeah got 
my most recent upgrade is oh, it's just snappier to move between things. Yeah, like getting Spotify running or switching to a podcast. You know, the things I do with my phone, like like normally when I'm about to go off on a drive, actually, it's like I just want all that stuff to work a bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of doesn't. And I have annoying work requirements now. That means I need to, like, if I want to use certain two-factor authentication things on my phone, I need to have the phone needs to be running in encrypted mode, and that takes a bit of time on boot if I restart it, which I do every now and then. Um, is that uh, an Android thing, or is that? Yeah, I, I, don't, I think some Android phones you can just run in, in, in yeah, in, in a fully encrypted state, and uh, or with some extra layer on. And as I say, some two-factor two fa- two authentication apps seem to force you to turn that on, otherwise they won't work. Mm. Which is annoying. Yeah, that is annoying. Anyhow. I just used that. Well, I don't know. I suppose I do have the Opta one. Right, yeah. But I don't think that needs anything special. And I, I just use Google Authenticator or whatever for most mm. of those. Yeah, yeah, I, I use Google for some things and Microsoft for some other things. Mm. Um, depending on who needs me to do what. Business, yo. Business. Business. And turning from business to hopefully something fun. I, I, can, I, well, I, can, I can lean us into the entertainment industry a little bit. Here we go. Oh. I, I watched Moonfall. Oh, that's supposed to be terrible. <laughs> oh, it's it's terrible in all the right ways. In the right ways. Yeah, okay. it's it's like it's an apocalypse film, so you know what you're getting into. Like, it's going to be bad, and it's it and it is bad in all those kind of ways. It it suffers from the problem where all you know classic trailer problems. All the jokes are in the trailer, um, mm. <laughs> so you know don't expect much more of that in the in the in the real thing. It takes a very weird unnecessary exposition dump at the end (laughs) that's just like you probably could have done you probably didn't need all of that but okay um without spoiling it too much it's basically independence day right just without a giant space laser blowing up washington you know (laughs) but it is a different Kind of level of quality from Independence Day, surely. I know Independence I mean, Day isn't the greatest movie, but I mean, it's, like, mo- it's, I mean, it's modern CG. But right. you know, if you're talking about image quality and all that, and I can't really fault that end of it. it like the, the the visual effects department is is, is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a really stupid film. Like it's really stupid. But but, like, but, I, but I had a good quite, time. Is is. <laughs> fun because it's got like freaking charismatic people in it like will smith and and uh freaking what's his name sure from jurassic park and it's even got like data <laughs> i mean not even the world's happiest mexican and i'm I'm sorry i still don't remember his name but you know the, the guy from, guy from ant-man um uh like even he, he's in it and even he couldn't really save it because he's it was unfortunately playing the role of the the annoying stepdad you know the um <laughs> while 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 the uh, the the divorced dad is the hero character, the you know he was playing annoying stepdad character, and it's like oh, what it's a waste of world's happiest Mexican. Shame, yeah. <laughs> I guess. It's a waste. What a waste! It's a weird film. It's a, yeah, I know so what you do. Get. You recommend it based on stupidity. I mean. I mean 
and like I said, I had a good time. I, like, and, <laughs> okay, like, fair. I don't know if I don't know if I can recommend you go spend money on this thing. No, <laughs> <laughs> but but that's kind of the you know maybe that's the best way to do it because cinemas, but like they can do that sort of spectacle film the best, I guess. But you'd probably be happy. Mm. You'd probably be, if you've got a decent enough setup at home, you could probably be just fine. It's, stupid. it's it's real stupid. Okay, film section. Uh, now time for the news of the games because this is a podcast about video games. If you hadn't worked that out already, <laughs> then you might have had a struggle to this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked slightly about running out of batteries on our switch, but that's about it so far. What's going on in the world? Not a huge amount outside of Nintendo giving us their first direct of the year, which happened so close to the last podcast, I nearly forgot that we hadn't talked about it. I mean, yeah, we've we've talked about it amongst ourselves, but we've not covered it on the podcast. So here we go. What um, did they announce? Well, I, okay, I, I'm not going to go through everything naturally, but here's, here's, <laughs> are you sure? Um, but here's 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 a maybe a third list. <laughs> of things um fire emblem warriors yeah they're making a muso out of fire emblem because nintendo seemed to like mean again again what you mean they've done fire emblem warriors before <laughs> yes they did it before hyrule warriors even i think did they or is it after hyrule warriors the first one there's been one <laughs> oh, i did not know that Okay, I just thought this was Nintendo just being like, well, these games seem to sell, make another one. <laughs> like, well, that pick- is what they're doing. <laughs> it's just they've already done it two times before this, not once. Pick a franchise, go nuts. I mean, I did ask Zach whether he thought this was remotely interesting because it's Fire Emblem instead of Zelda, and he's the one of us that's Fire emblem I mean, it r- runs into the exact same problem as the last Fire Emblem games, where it's like as soon as they started to try and make it they for some reason they've tried they're trying to make Fire Emblem like a real battle with like NPC units basically, and it's like that's not cool. Like the whole way Fire Emblem used to work was like you were only worried about the hero units basically, and then they fight each other one on one, and then when you've got right. this weird like, and it looks real. I, I I always thought in like Free Houses as well, and this. These like weird NPC soldiers just look so incredibly generic with their shitty grey uniforms. Mm. It's like they just look kind of ugly. What do you mean more so than the, the more so than, than the, the Hillian? Yeah, dudes, the generic yeah. Hillian soldiers <laughs> with their hats that that can't show their faces. They at least have a little bit of colours, them, I guess. <laughs> yes. but, but in this Fire Emblem world, it all looks much more beige. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looked like a Fire Emblem game to me. That was. <laughs> I mean, outside of the combat sequences, it did. Hmm. More or less. Slightly more fancy on the 3D map, I guess. But that's not what you want. <laughs> it did at least look like um, a Mega Force doing what they do best, which is like aping the style. You know, making the a Muso game, first and foremost, but then also making it in the style of the property there. Yeah, but that in Fire Emblem's case, much less effort though, because it's basically might as well be the same. It's a bit more generic anime look, I guess, but like anime game look compared to like having to go for the the style of Hyrule Warriors. But anyway, they're making another one of those. It's called Three Hopes. 
It's based on the Three Houses games. Hmm. And who knows, who knows how much time travel there'll be in that one? Because I don't actually Max. know the story of Three Houses, but I did see some comments where it's like, oh, is this going to be the true ending where everyone survives? <laughs> because, you know, in Fire Emblem games, people are meant to die, except for when you can do a full, like, nobody dies run or whatever. But that's slightly different from story sequence, you know, forced deaths, I guess. Mm. I don't actually know what the story of Three Houses is, so I don't know who who dies, but I think someone probably does. In fact, that's probably where Hyrule Warriors is going there, isn't it? Like, it would just be like, everyone's okay this time. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen towards the end of Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> like, are they going to, like, undo the time travel at some point, essentially? I bet Is not. everyone going to go home? <laughs> I, I, bet, I bet not. <laughs> well, hmm, maybe. Maybe the, 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 the characters that did actually time travel, the characters that time traveled, as yeah. opposed to Little Robot Dude. Well, yeah. I mean, Little Robot Dude is the whole problem. It's just one gigantic time paradox. And yeah. we, ha- we, haven't, we haven't even seen the evil Little Robot Dude again for ages. Yeah. He's still out there. We've got he's, to deal with that at some point. He's, some- he's somewhere. <laughs> Fire Emblem Warriors. Uh, and we got another... We got a- After, I suppose, we, we said the last few times Nintendo had done things, they hadn't really shown anything on Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 reboot camp which I think should probably be considered for our brand action stupid name of the local yeah, brand like, action. I don't think that's a stupid name though I think that's actually a good use of I don't know I don't think they reboot into your title reboot camp I don't know it, it just feels like too many things I, I think they could have stopped at Advance Wars 1 plus 2 because after Tony Hawk's 1 plus 2 that was all you needed yeah but like, that sort of implies more of a re-release though which is why it was I mean, also it weird for Tony, Tony Hawk's as well I mean they haven't they're not changing anything mechanically about this, are they? It's it's just a complete graphical overhaul. Yeah. But um I have to say I'm not into its graphical overhaul. No. Like I, mean, I don't that's what I, we always say. Yeah. Pixel art is superior. It's it's lost a whole lot of charm as a as a result yeah. of the, the transition. There was something like like okay, like even looking at the GBA graphics, like there's something quite crunchy about those um uh, the battle sequences, right, and the way the explosions just go off because the explosions don't really have many frames of animation, right? There's always like just two, but the, like like it, but it happens like so fast and it's like so like big and like bang and just bum, 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 and it just happens and it's just like that 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 crunchiness to those sequences is is really appealing. Well, I think and we talked about and it, it. And it's all gone now. I think it's we all... talked about it the first time they showed this. But it was like probably the first thing we said about it was just like because it's now 3D graphics with just like effects they basically haven't hidden the models disappearing well enough because that's what the pixel art graphics were good at. Well, they just flew off the screen, didn't they? Well, no, they... the people did, but the yeah. vehicles just disappeared and, it, and an explosion happened. Mm. But, like, they haven't... Because it's now, a, like, it's a smoke particle effect, but it's not, not, not like, thick enough to hide the fact that it, the models just sort of disappear with a yeah, weak-ass yeah. explosion. Everything, everything looks a little <laughs> bit like yeah. it's... Like, the, the alpha layer has just not been done right. Like, you know... Or they just haven't, like made the explosions big enough really to not cover it better yeah they're quite weak yeah but too bit too poofy but too smoky this yeah. is just, this would be i don't know I'm, not, I'm not i'm just not sure why they didn't just try and do an hd2d on it or something like that just well yeah just keep advanced forces <laughs> that's, that's not Nintendo's tech <laughs> get squares to do it and then they can do that yeah <laughs> but then even or, may, or maybe just hand even like uh, go for a dot emu look to it, like you know have it have it all hand animated still. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's something. There's just something off about it. I'm kind of okay with how they they've they've done the the like co graphics and things like that. Those kind of look okay. And hey, they were they were keen to point out that all of the co chatter is now voice acted, um, mm-hmm. as opposed to just being text. Um, yeah, it's, it's just the actual units themselves and the and the map and the fact that they've gone for a 3D modeling that. It, it, uh, yeah, and an under stylized 3D modeling, I think, mm. and that, that's the that's the problem. I mean, I, there was definitely a couple of times in the in that trailer where where I just like I don't even know what unit you're shooting at because like, <laughs> right. it doesn't resemble the pixel art enough, and it's not distinct enough in itself to recognize what it was immediately. Mm. Otherwise, the package looks pretty good, right? Like, well, I mean, it's, it is it's, just Advanced Wars ones. It's, 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 those <laughs> so it's, ga- it's those games. So, you know, it's going to play just fine. Uh, yeah, so there's that. They mentioned it. And it's out, like, real soon, isn't it? Like, yeah. Like, maybe a month away, something like that. Uh, no Man's Sky is coming to the Switch somehow. Like, it's not that difficult. I mean, I mean, it runs it, on my computer. <laughs> it doesn't run well on. It doesn't run it doesn't well run on that, my It doesn't run that well on Xbones and like uh, PS4s, though. Like, yeah, but that's with everything turned up. It's with the graphics options. I mean, I guess it's got some stuff turned up, but like, yeah, it, 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 it's not the best running game on those platforms. I just don't know quite know how the Switch is going to. Yeah, it's going. It's going to take it. Really, it's probably going to be like, like how The Witcher Three runs on Switch, yeah. right? It's going to run just as well as it does on my computer. I'm sure. <laughs> probably better. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's good. Um, yeah, it's worth a look though, from a technology point of view. It'll be interesting to see what comes out the other end. I guess they could just turn I mean, off grass, right? But then the screenshot showed showed most of the grass effects and things still I think there. The grass is like, the main problem. I mean, it's quite thick. Well, yeah, but like, I feel like that kind of grass tech is not very expensive in a sort of render way because it's you know it's one texture and it's just loading and it's not like it has to be specific because it's all procedural. No, I guess, and it is only like a crisscross pack and pack and that pattern of polygons half the time. Yeah, but, so maybe it's not that tough. Because but... uh, as looking at the options menu in No Man's Sky, like one of the things which definitely has a significant effect on how it looks is you know the actual i forget what they call it where it's like the the like how smooth the procedural generation is basically it's like how oh, okay how like a, like a world detail yeah it's like thing. world detail but it's for like the actual polygons i guess of the world like it makes it smoother or whatever mm. it runs the it runs the procedural generation to a higher detail level or something Oh right, yeah. So there's a course pass, and then over that course pass, then runs like an interpolation. Yeah, interpolation. That's what it's called. That's the, that's the word I was looking for. But yeah, mm. you turn that. I I have never had any of that turned on, of course, because I'm still on my ancient computer and running it basically like how it was originally, more or less, mm. but with better grass now. I can still have those parts slightly turned up and all the funky new colours. Well, yeah, and the, uh, the overlay effects, I guess. Mm. But yeah, that you know, the more important question about it on the Switch is like, what are they going to do for updates? Like, is it mm. going to stay in sync? I mean, it kind of has to now. It's all fully cross-platform. Well, will it right? even be cross-platform? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it has to be at this point. I mean, they just dropped new updates for that as well. Sentinel update. Um, 
Yes, and they finally decided to try and make the combat not shit after I, pretty much immediately <laughs> after I talked about how we, if we were going to go back to No Man's Sky and <laughs> Rob was thinking about it. And I, was I was thinking like, about it. Yeah, but the combat is rubbish and that was the bit that Rob hadn't done yet. I hadn't really got involved in too much of that at all, really. But it was never really threatening the combat. Well, like no, you, you just take a while. That's to take, why it's rubbish. You just take a while to take down the bigger things. But, but I don't know how much they can, like... It's hard to tell from the trailer for that update what they've actually, how much it's actually going to change. Because it's like, oh, there's a new type of sentinel, but that doesn't really change anything. <laughs> Just that, that, that makes them take longer to kill. Mm. More about the actual like mechanics of fighting. There's a, there's a mech. Well, I mean, there was already a mech, but like customizable mech. It was already customizable. Oh, all right. it, the only the mech that they've shown is based on the Sentinel, so it looks like a Sentinel, oh. but it's just so it's a new mech. It's probably a skin on top of the regular mech frame, I imagine. Oh, okay. But yeah, I don't. I like the actual problem with combat in that game is is the way it controls, right? Because you're like you're very sort of slow moving and like attached to the ground except for when you jump and then you suddenly detach from the ground because you're jetpacking and you're like Move, and it's like there's no real maneuverability in that game mm. which is why combat was the way it was because you pretty much just stood there and shot things until they died mm. so I don't know if that's really going to be changed I mean, you can just by moving a little bit you dodge some fire well sure but it's, it's not like it's a dodge or anything it's like you're strafing very slowly <laughs> you don't actually move very fast in that game, really. No. Unless you can fight on a mount now, I don't know. <laughs> Get your pets out. I mean, I guess that's what what the mechs are for, kind of. I don't think I ever got to the point of having the mech upgraded enough for it to actually be useful. Like most of the vehicles in that game, really. Yeah. When, it, when it makes you make the vehicle bays for them while you're doing the base building chain of missions or whatever and it's like I'm never going to actually use this vehicle because I'm not going to bother to upgrade it to actually make it slightly useful. And the only one I haven't driven is the submarine. <laughs> that's its own separate thing though. Yeah. That's, that's like not that's even less necessary. I think the only one I did bother to upgrade was the hovercraft one obviously because that's it's super fast and it can go right over water so you just if you're yeah, exploring right. a okay. planet you can just straight line everything. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I've looked into the hovercraft much. I did the, I've done the buggy mostly. The starting buggy. Yeah. And I can't see any possible reason you'd want to use the giant ass six wheel thing. No. <laughs> this is supposed to be like a mining vehicle, but it's like it's too, But you, why you, would you, you do you, that? You can just do it by hand, it's fine. Yeah. I suppose you could just warp the vehicle to you and use it as storage for the mine. Well, except not, though, because you need to build the vehicle platform on the planet. That was always the thing that was dumb about that. Didn't they, didn't they make it so you could just build a platform in your carrier? <laughs> yeah, then... but you have to have the upgrade for the carrier to be able to... You have to put that... Don't have. Yeah, you have to get the stuff to be able to make that upgrade for a start, and then you have to use one of the slots in your carrier's upgrade or whatever to actually equip the vehicle teleportation uh. thing. But then you could just use it for storage. It's just like, I need my storage truck. <laughs> Come here. But it's not even that big. I mean, so, uh, so you might as well just call down a ship. Yeah. Same thing, basically. <laughs> I 
Or, you know, if you wanted to use that same slot in your character, just install the teleporter upgrade and just put stuff directly into your carry. <laughs> well, true. Yeah. <laughs> I would quite like that. <laughs> oh, that's, 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 like, that's the only sort of real limitation in that game most of the time is storage space. Yes, yeah. as always, but much less so nowadays. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, also, we we kind of knew about this before the direct that it was happening, but this was the first time we've seen it. Uh, Mario Strikers is back. Did we really know about this? Yeah, a- apparently. I'd like I didn't personally, so I was quite surprised. Or was this, this part of that direct. leak? Yeah, I think that, I, that people weren't entirely certain about because that was the same leak that had like Mario Kart Nine in it. It turned <laughs> right. out to be something else, yeah. as we're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it meant, yeah, Mario Strikers has had had been known. I can't, I don't know where, but um, yeah, I think this was the first time we officially got to see it. And I mean, it doesn't look like a huge amount has changed since the GameCube game, but like, I mean, did obviously, we played the GameCube game. I don't remember playing. I it. think I did a couple of times. I didn't own it. Um, I think one of us borrowed it for a bit. I think maybe my brother borrowed it for my GameCube or something. Um, but yeah, it was weird soccer, wasn't it? Because like, yeah, basically, it was a little bit like when Mario Tennis introduced the super moves and things like that. Because that was all you really needed to do was to get a super move, use it, and then you'd score two goals instead of one. And that's, that's great. And that's still a thing. <laughs> um, yeah, get your supers and use them, and you'll win. That seems to still potentially be what the game looks like. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to. It's hard to know. I guess. Um, but I do like it. It's 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 like it's what's the how would you describe it? It's sort of like scribbly, scratchy style that they used on the box art for the original game has now actually sort of made it into this game. So when characters do supers and things like that, they get they get that 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 sort of scratchy box art effect applied to them, and it really it does look pretty cool. Mm, um, yeah. Um, as, as far as having its own style goes, I think like actually putting it in the game was. You know, it needed that. It's nice. Um, needed something to make it stand out from all the other Mario. Absolutely, games yeah, yeah. And it's all the kind of costumes of like uh, you know uh, protective gear, sports gear that they wear. <laughs> yeah, it it's is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, for this made-up sport. <laughs> for this made-up sport of not quite soccer. Is it five aside? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's not I mean, like five aside. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think. I mean, I guess the coolest mode would be like actually being able to set up an, an eight-player match because you can do that now. Like you can have, have every, you can have all of everyone except the goalie be a human player. Well, I guess it depends on what the controls are actually like. Like as long as it can work on easily well enough. On That's the problem. It would have to happen on like Joy-Con, a half, yeah. yeah, a half Joy-Con. Or sorry, not a half Joy-Con, just one Joy-Con. One Joy-Con, yeah. So yeah, they'd have to be simple enough. No dual sticking. Mario Strikers. Battle League. Uh, then we got to see some Splatoon 3. And, well, uh, kind of, I guess. Kind of, I mean, we got to see Salmon Run. Yes. Salmon Run's <laughs> definitely returning. Your favourite bit? Well, I don't know about my favourite, but it's just, it's a nice bit. <laughs> it's an important part of the, the, the Splatoon 2 package. Um 
yeah, it's nice to see it back. They've had, uh, you know, adding a few enemies to it. Although, I guess, I guess the sort of downside to it is it didn't look like it was different enough. Maybe it looked. I mean, it's nice that it's back, but it, it seemed far too familiar. I mean, what else would it be different about it? I don't know. Like maybe, maybe a touch different. Like all the arenas of Salmon Run kind of like looked the same. Like you know, they didn't like. Go to different areas. But they all look the same after they're covered in green goop. That like, kind of masks the, the terrain quite well. I mean, that's Splatoon's thing, though, right? Yeah. Like everything gets covered in everything. But, but you know, what I mean, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of variety in locations um, in Salmon Run. Yeah, but that was um, kind of the point, kind of. I, guess. I mean, they were all like coastal places where the salmonids go, <laughs> and, it, and, I, and I think that's fine for like a first version of it. Um, but I think if, you, if you're doing more of it, you kind of need to go push it out a bit. Uh, and so far, they've only really shown there's maybe a couple new enemies. That's all we've really seen um, from this. But hey, it's back. I can't complain. Oh, and throwing the eggs. I don't know how I feel about that. It's going to be real problematic. Because, yeah, before you had to, like, hand deliver the eggs, like, right up. You had to basically face plant yourself into the into the egg basket to to deliver. Um, to deliver. And, and, like, egg collection was the whole point of that mode, really. Yeah. And the... Uh, but yeah, now that you can throw them about, it's kind of like it's overcooked too, isn't it? Like they're, yeah, they're headed the throw. Exactly. Um, I mean, it, I don't know if that becomes easier or like more dangerous. Like as in the probability for mishaps gets higher. <laughs> yes, I mean, chucking them directly into the water is going to happen a lot. <laughs> but then it also seems like the exact counter to some like that the new enemy that's just a pole that you have to climb up to kill the things at the top mm. it's like this, the eggs seem to spawn at the top of that but then throwing them exactly counters that yeah, because exactly. you just chuck them off it and then go down to the ground it's like they, it's the perfect counter to that thing they've just introduced if they spawn the pole I'm sure when they kill it the pole will go eventually and all the eggs will just come down maybe like, I mean it, it doesn't seem like it mm. unless that was just something they did for the it's probably demo just purposes. something they did to say hey you can throw them now well I mean they showed it in other ways though yeah I think the the slight. I mean, I mean, I like the idea of it potentially being like if the timer runs out and there's one still in the air. They didn't show this, but I want them to have like a hail mary kind of like. But I don't think it'd go far enough effect. for it to matter like that. It'd be like one second. Extra. Yeah, but but it would be cool. Like just just that little bit of bit of that sort of like. If it, especially if it like went into slow mode, just if if that was happening and it was just like, is it going to make it? Yes. I think the slightly weirder thing about the throwing is that like it looks like when you do it you it i, I mean I, I assume judging by this that it must use ink because it appears to create a splash of ink under you oh i see which right. i don't know about that that seems like that might make it quite easy because <laughs> hmm. then you don't even have to worry about because you could just sink in it immediately yeah you could just you could jump directly onto an egg that's just in enemy ter- terrain and then just throw it and you're just instantly safe <laughs> mm. Well, I mean, you're never safe. Well, but, no, you're yeah. safer than standing on enemy ink, I guess. But, but yeah, presumably it will use ink as the balance mechanism, I guess, mm. that you have to have ink to be able to do it. And maybe it's quite expensive. Maybe yeah, it's maybe, like, maybe it's like a grenade. Like, yeah. like you only get one per tank, almost. Anywho, Splatoon 3, get hype! <laughs> uh... I want to point out, right? I want to. This is be relevant to the Mario Kart conversation later, but I want to like just have a little shout out to Disney Speedstorm. So 
because this seems like the obvious play Disney should have done like forever ago. So like everyone who's making Smash Brothers clones at the moment. Yeah. Kind <laughs> why, of, is the, why has everyone not already cloned Mario Kart as well? Yeah, exactly. Disney have a wealth, a ridiculous wealth of characters. Why haven't they made a cut race? Right? So, well, they have now. Um, yeah. And oh, I'm sure they have in the past. We just don't know about it. Uh, yeah, they, pro- <laughs> they probably, I mean, Disney Infinity probably had one, right? Um, and and to, to be fair to it, it looks pretty good. Like, like it seems, it seems quirky and vibrant, and like, uh, and and, and looked like it drive drove drive drive uh, well enough. Um, uh, and I was kind of thinking, yeah, all right, Disney, fair play to you. And then of course they had to drop the little stinger at the end, and it's free to play. And it's like, oh no, this means mm. it's going to be rubbish, isn't it? And it's going to have like pet that you're gonna to have to buy characters and it's probably gonna be as unba- unbalanced as hell i mean it was more like the it's... first thing they said that should have told you that when they said from the makers of the asphalt series and you're like oh, oh yeah <laughs> yeah you should have i should have known not that the asphalt games are supposedly that bad for what they are but they are <laughs> they are that type of thing and I, didn't, I didn't think at least in the early days i didn't think asphalt was uh free to play i thought you had to buy in you know just buy the game like they weren't expensive. Well, I mean, but... I'm sure they probably were like that in the early days before the mobile market changed to be uh, about to be free to play. play. Yeah, maybe you're right. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it might be worth a try because it's free to play. Like, give it a little look. Well, I mean, just but... like the Warner Brothers fighting game will be a thing to try because yeah, it's free to play. Absolutely. <laughs> but it looked all right. It's probably going to be better than Team Sonic Racing. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's going to be better than no, Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed because that that's that's a, that's a pretty high target. <laughs> uh, Chrono Cross, that uh, beloved sequel to Sne- SNES game Chrono Trigger, um, is getting a, is getting a remake, and on the on the Switch. Um, and I think it looks bad. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not much of a remake. No, it's uh, but it's, it's upscale. Uh, yeah, but it, it looked like a really ropey upscale in places. Like, okay, yeah. So it was a PS One game. The characters, it's a little, it's done a little bit like the Final Fantasy games were during that era, where it's polygonal characters on pre-rendered backgrounds. Um, so the polygons look exactly as they did back in. Ooh, excuse me, back in the PS One era. So a little bit. You know, low poly count, bad textures, um, and because they haven't gone to the effort of like redrawing all of the background art, they've used some kind of AI upscaler on all of the backgrounds, and I think it's done a terrible job. That thing looked crap. Like I might would have preferred it just to have been pixels. Like keep I mean, the pi- keep the pixel art from the PS One version. It would have looked better. I don't necessarily think it looks that bad, but it look, I mean, like it's. It looks better in some scenes than others, but I think it's because it's like some of the scenes make that upscaling look almost like it was an intentional, like painterly thing. Uh, I mean, in some ways. I mean, I'm not so sure. I mean, it looked like I used to have this technique on like PaintShop Pro and Photoshop where I could take low res things and make them look a little bit nicer by blurring it a bit and then using a, uh, I think it was called like an edge preserving smooth or something like that, where it would, it would it would attempt to like join up the edges with nice curves and things like that. And you could, with some graphics, you could get a nice upscale-ish effect. I think I did it on some Sonic desktops I used to have back when I was 
mm. a teenager, um, and and it looked looked better. Um, it, you could make it work. Um, and it looks to me like they've applied a very similar technique to that. And of course, like it only works well some of the time. It has it works on simple shapes. It's like if you've got busy backgrounds, it goes a bit blobby. And I think that's exactly what's happened here. It's over sharpened. It's over. It's it's lost. It's lost something. I don't know if it has. Also, I don't like. It's subjective. I, I so, have no yeah. actual reference to what that game looked like originally. So yeah. how would I know if it's bad? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's like, uh, and I I've not had much exposure to to, to Chrono Cross either. But um, uh, I'm basing it off my experience with Square's other games of the time, where it's you know they all followed that template to some degree. Um, mm. Well, yeah, maybe, but like. Uh, how early in that time period was this? And like, what, what, what exactly are the contemporaries? I think Chronic. I mean, yeah, Final Fantasy eight and nine. I think is kind of it's kind of that time period. Um, somewhere around there, I want to say Chrono Cross was like slap bang in the middle of the PlayStation's life cycle. Hmm. Anywho, it's called the Radical Dreamers Edition. For uh, radical dreamers. For radical dreamers. For left-wing thinkers. Well, um, for an Satellaview game, apparently. Well, no, that was that was one of the extras, wasn't it? The Satellaview yeah, part that, of that is called Radical Dreamers. Oh, I see. Right. Radical Dreamers! I didn't mean to say left-wing thinkers. I think I meant left-field thinkers. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, only for trot- Trotskyists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very radical. <laughs> <laughs> Marxist Leninists are not uh, too too mainstream for this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh and that's it, other than the controversial Maricart news. It's not it. <laughs> well, that's all I've got. What do you, what do you want to talk about? Oh, do you want to talk about Kirby? Well, I mean there's that, I guess. I not think- that much to talk about <laughs> in that one. Other than Apart from the, the is just ripping on Mario Odyssey exactly mode. as we thought. Mouth, yeah, yeah. Mouthful mode. Mouthful. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just, I find it amazing that they just call it that mouthful mode. I mean, okay. My, I think my opinion, my hype level for Kirby has gone up a bit. Probably, I think, I think yeah. this trailer did it favors. Yeah, agreed. I mean, it looks looks fun. It looks yeah. It looks it looks. It all does right. seem kind of unnecessary, of course. It's like we had to we had to give Kirby a different coffee mechanic yeah, other than the yeah. one he already has. He already has. Yeah. <laughs> it's like to what, make it why? Barrier. I mean, they haven't done the 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 coolest thing, you know, the whole combined, combined coffee. Yeah. I mean, but... they've done upgrades now, yeah, which sort of brings back some of the old combinations by the looks of it from the sixty four game. Oh, I see. Right. So just by upgrading it, you're going to get something that's a bit like the old ones. Yeah. And some of the mouthful abilities are sort of... I mean, the vending machine one is basically the same as the fridge <laughs> ability from 64. Sure. Yeah, it, look, it looks all right. I'm, I'm, yeah. Kirby. Oh, wait, don't, I mean, it's, it's, it's a risk to bet against Kirby. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, I guess. It's been a, it's been a, it's a slight risk in this case because it's slightly unusual for Kirby, I guess. Don't don't count a pick that Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> but then the other thing that you've decided for some reason not to talk about is Switch Sports. 
Oh yeah. Oh my god, that's <laughs> yeah. that's, that's completely left my left my mind. God damn it, Switch Sports. Right. <laughs> I I don't know why they're doing this. Like, I mean, I do know why they're doing this, but they're doing it in a Nintendo-like way. <laughs> why didn't they do this years ago? Yeah, why didn't they do, do this it? when the Switch came out? I mean, we don't know if they're going to pack this in. <laughs> if they, I mean, oh, not packing it as in stop. Packing it as in put it in with a Switch release. So, but in that case, they should have done it when the well, yeah, one they should have, but like... Yeah. If, they'll, they'll, this they'll point, do a bundle, but it won't be free, right? Because the console has been on sale since forever. I don't think they're going to like say, "Oh, and now the OLED right. edition comes with Switch Sports for free." I don't, yeah, that's not going to happen. They'll do, they'll do a bundle deal. But the real question about that aspect of things is, like, it only makes sense if they don't try and charge full price for it, right? Yeah, it, it can't possibly be a full price game. If it is, something's gone very wrong because it's so slight. That's my problem well, with I mean, it. It's, it's, it's like, as slight as the it's as slight as Wii Sports is, but we, that's fine because Wii Sports was free. Like everyone who got a Wii got Wii Sports. Everyone. It was that. That was just the deal. Um, so, like, it didn't really matter that it was only six things. Uh, like selling it as a separate product now it matters that it's only six things and like the three of them are effectively returning things um will probably work better at least yeah and a lot of them are similar like i don't know the, the, the yeah having badminton and volleyball as well as and tennis, tennis. Is like that's yeah. kind of a bit of overlap it's a bit, of a bit of a cop out I mean, online adding online—that's a thing. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. That's okay. But with Nintendo's um, garbage ass online, that's maybe not the best. <laughs> I mean, I, I do like the idea of the bowling alley being like filled with potentially other online players. Like, so everyone's actually having a legit game around, even if you're not. Like, I don't know if it would even do that, but it's like if, if even if you're not playing online with people, that like if you're in the bowling alley, everyone around you is a real player. That's just kind of nice. <laughs> kind of. Very irrelevant, but kind totally of totally nice. irrelevant. But like, but yeah, but kind of nice. That feels like a Nintendo-like thing to do. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, and they did at least say that golf. One of, uh, I think that was was that Wii Sports. Yeah, that was original. The original Wii Sports. Yeah, at least golf is going to make a return as a seventh game for free. For some um, reason, like why does it, you released Mario Golf not that long ago? And now you're just making another golf game, except it's inside this game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the, f- I don't think football. I think the football is or- is original. Yeah. Um, and they're saying you're like if you've got the knee strap from like, uh, Ring Fit. Well, they you seem can, to imply that it's included in it. this game as well. That oh, strap. Uh, I, I, I mm, yeah. Reason. I wasn't. I wasn't quite sure if they they said that it was included. I think they said they might. You might be able to get it separately. But like, if you've got Ring Fit, you've got one of these. Um. But they also said you'd only be able to do like the penalty shootout mode with that initially. Yeah, and there'll be an update to make it so you can play fully with kick actions later. It's like, why? <laughs> why did that not work well for the first time around? Did you having to fix it before like after release? It's like that's a, that seems like a weird thing to say. Um I don't know. This you know it's going to be a full price title and it's like I don't I bit and I and I hate it. I hate it. Like it's not for me. It's clearly not for us. Like it's for it's for the uh, the 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 wee crowd of old that will have moved on to other things by now. Yeah, but why didn't they try and re-engage the wee crowd of old when they launched the Switch? I mean, mm. I, I mean, they did. That was what one two Switch was. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't work. Okay, yeah, I suppose. 
I mean, one, two, one, two switch is a jump, but like sports makes sense, right? For, for like casual users, because like more people are likely to understand those sports. Yeah, but one, two switch was meant to be like a WarioWare, where it's just like everything it is was, so yeah. simple that you could learn yeah, it in but, literally a second and just do it. But there's, I don't think WarioWare is, is, is a simple thing to explain to like, your gran yeah but like, it wasn't it wasn't you know, like where i went i know i had know, time I know. to I'm, actually I'm, learn I'm, I'm just saying it's like it's not i don't think it translates quite as easily as like as a sport and it wasn't like they were completely like completely obscure mo- motions or anything it's like milk a cow i mean people theoretically <laughs> understand that eat a sandwich yeah eat a sandwich <laughs> Yeah, there's there's some knowledge to that. Like, okay, you've got to hold the controller like you can't just hold it anyway. You've got to hold the controller like this, and then go ma 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 at this end. Well, okay, <laughs> that one specifically using the IR sensor maybe does have a little more precision to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm j- I'm just surprised they didn't just go whole hog and be like, well, we did all this stuff for Resport, Wii Sports Resort as well. And we've got the better controllers now. The Joy Cons are better than Wii Motion Plus, so like, mm. why why don't why didn't they just go in and do like some of the fun stuff, some of the pilot wingsy stuff that was in, um, that was in Resort? Like, I just I just don't get it. I mean, they could be planning on doing that over the next two years or whatever. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but it's it's too late. I think that I mean, I I'm, it I feel like the switch and is is coming to the end, like like. Well, I mean, that's why you'd fit, why this seems like it could be a pack-in for a new version of the Switch. Yeah, like a Switch Pro or something. Like, I, I just feel like there's more and more titles now where I, f- I feel like the Switch is like showing its age, and it's um. Or maybe that's why this is coming out now because the, the Switches will get cheap enough that you could just buy a shitty Switch for your grandparents to play Wii Sports on. I mean, that's that's not 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 a terrible thought, really. <laughs> if the Switch, if the if everything becomes like Switch Lite prices, but it's actually the full S. Maybe it's a Switch that you don't that isn't portable. Like they do it's just a just a Switch. Mini. We can't have a two D Switch. That's just a... Yeah, a two a two DS version of the Switch. Um, but no, like like a Switch Mini that just pl- just is only console mode, only plugs into your TV, and it's super cheap. Um, hmm. Interesting thought. Yeah. But, but they haven't announced any of that. Yeah, but that, that's <laughs> and, and they, they, they've 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 pretty much blankly said it's like we're not working on like doing a. They can't. They well, they've said. Quote so far that there isn't really any plans to do anything to switch hardware past OLED at the moment. To switch hardware, so how you know who knows how far we far away we are from whatever their next thing is. Hmm. Switch Sports. It's also not as good a name as Wii Sports. Well, it's because it's Nintendo Switch Sports. It's not even just Switch Sports. Yeah. They put the whole thing in there. It's Nintendo Switch Sports. They should have just call it Sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? Nin- or just just nin- Nintendo Sports. Yeah, all that. That would be fine. It doesn't have to be Switch Sports. Or Motion Sports. Go back to motion the Motion sports. Oh, yeah, like Motion Boxing, was it? Yeah. They just need to get people to realise that it's the same thing as Wii Sports. I, that's why uh, presumably mm. one two switch didn't work. Right? Yeah, maybe. It's just like if you just was. if you'd be like, you remember that sports game you used to like on the yeah. Wii? Well, here is the new version. Why you can still exactly. bowl. I mean, if they wanted proper brand awareness, then surely they should have called it Wii Sports Switch. 
that's brand confusing. That's not brand. Wii Sports for, Wii Sports Four Switch. Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. <laughs> that was also bad. <laughs> Advance Wars One Plus Two Reboot Camp. Um, Mario Kart. Should we talk Mario Kart? Mario Kart. Yes. So the rumours around an exciting new release were yes. uh, grossly inflated. Well, not <laughs> no. grossly inflated. They were. There was the exciting new release. It just wasn't a new game. Yeah. Except it was kind of a new game. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's an amount of content equal to a new game. It's just massively disappointing for someone like me. It's like I'm. In, I'm in. I'm in the awkward niche that had a Wii U. I guess so. Right. They're not doing a Mario Kart 9 yet, um, is the news. Instead, they're yeah. going to add uh, what is, in fact, a very good deal and a very large quantity of DLC um, to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, um, mm. which, on its own, not really a problem. Um, my problem like, is... Yeah. This game's fine. It's a platform. We yeah, I mean, it. I mean, yeah. you may be doing this DLC stuff maybe two years later than you should have done, um, but you're doing it. Okay, that's fine. That, that's that's okay. I would have much preferred America Nine, but that's okay. What makes it like if you just take it on that level? Sure, it makes total sense. My problem is is that America Eight is like nearly a decade old game at this point, um, and I played it on the Wii U. And I played it to death on the Wii U. And I played the DLC on the Wii U. Um, and th- and that brought it up to effectively what Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was, only without the whole two-character thing and some of the extra characters they added. And I think there's a couple of extra tracks in Deluxe that never made it into the Wii U version. Um, but for the most part, Mario Kart 8 with the DLC is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, so I've never felt the need to buy America 8 Deluxe. I've been there. I've done that. I don't need another copy. Ugh. And then they go and pull this on me. Like, like it's like, there's a, how many tracks did they say? Like 40 odd that are being added for $25. That's a bargain. Yeah, it was a lot. Well, I mean, how cheaply can you buy the base game at this point? That's the trick. Not cheaply. It's not like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is still one of the best-selling games in the world. Sure, but there's year got to be like year, a shit ton of second-hand copies, though, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, if you're, I haven't checked the second-hand second-hand market, but if you're looking for new new copies, well, it's like Nintendo tax. yeah, Nintendo tax. <laughs> it's like it never goes down. Um, never, ever, ever. I mean, it's occasionally on deal, but like like a thirty percent deal or something like that, which still makes it like nearly forty quid. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. This winds me up a little bit. It's just, it's just like it's time, guys. It's time for America Nine. <laughs> stop being, stop being Nintendo about this. Except, except it's not another... Nintendo about this. is the least Nintendo move for like Mario Kart. I mean, there there like... will be another Mario Kart, but like I don't know. Are we reaching the end of some of it? Is there going to be another Smash Brothers ever? Well, I mean, that's what we said <laughs> well, about Mar- about mm-hmm. Mario Kart Eight, where it's just like they're clearly running out of ideas at this point. Where it's just like, I mean, even this DLC, they're just remaking old tracks. It's just like <laughs> there's nothing new in Mario Kart. That's it's... why we always. That's why we always say be, be like go back to Double Dash. Yeah. Make it weird and but have they, a different game mechanic. But they sort of 
have done that, haven't they, in Deluxe, by adding the two-character thing back? Mm. Sort kind of. of. Yeah. Or the No, not two characters. Sorry, it's the two-item thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but it's not quite as weird and wonderful as Double Dash was. No. Um, and not quite as odd feeling as Double Dash was. Well, I like, no, that I was, like, the, that was like, the other thing about Double Dash that was weird. Was I like its strange handling. Yeah, but that, but that's the thing. Like, I think that's that's part of why I think this is like it's time for a new Mario Kart. It's like, yeah, Mario Kart Eight is incredibly similar to Mario Kart Seven, which was incredibly similar to Mario Kart Wii. But there are slight changes in how the handling works and how it feels, um, and and that has been enough in the past. To keep it interesting, like just, and I know they sort of get around that a little bit now by having all the various different carts that you can pick that do all that do handle very slightly differently from well enough one another, but it is always very slight. Like it just needed needed something more, some sort of refresh, some extra batch of weird and wonderful items, or just turn it into damn Nintendo cart at this point, like Super Smash cart or something. Just go all in. This is, mm, it's not it's not what I was after, Nintendo. You have disappointed me. <laughs> I don't want to buy Mario Kart 8, is what I'm saying. No, you already bought well, it. Unless, you already unless it. for like one quid, if you can find some second-hand coffee on eBay. Yeah. Good news for those people that bought into the terrible value for money's um, expansion pass plus, whatever it's like, yeah, Nintendo Online plus expansion pass thing, because you'll get the DLC for free. Ish. Because it's effectively you're paying for it with your subscription. <laughs> yes. Right. Because you're not going to do much else with that thing. Unless you have Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> that's true do you get any new well earthbounds <laughs> on your virtual console thing What's yeah but that, that's there's like, that's that's on base right, online that's, yeah that's oh, not, that's the base one it's okay. not part of expansion pass right what's that because what's what was that nez earthbound game did that ever come out like is that like a new <laughs> translation no that's been out on wii virtual console i think okay I just couldn't remember if like that. Because of course they would translate original Mother and Earthbound, which is Mother 2, but never Mother 3, the one never, that people actually want. Never Mother 3. <laughs> Gotta hold that back. Hold that back for the real dark times. <laughs> Have you played Mother 3 on, on Emulator? No. 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 I guess that never got translated, did it? Not officially. Okay. There's plenty of fan translations out there, but mm. uh, and that was the direct. Um, yeah. Afterwards, Nintendo did have did have a snippet of less good news that they obviously held back from the direct, which is that the uh, Wii U and Nintendo 3DS eShops will be closing. Um, and you'll be unable to put money into those stores as of May this year. Um, but the store itself will stay live for you to spend your money <laughs> that you've already got on the platform uh, until March next year. Right. So you've got a year, guys, to get what you need off the off the platform. The preservation teams have a time limit now. Yeah, get to work, save all the old games. Absolutely. 
Nintendo have been very anti-preservationist, like at the moment. They 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 seem to be uh, doing even more than usual to try and block that that sort of action. Why? What have you heard? Uh, I've basically skimmed a Kotaku article headline <laughs> about it. Okay, fair. <laughs> no, it was like the video game. Um, I forget what it's called. Is it the video game historians or something like that. There's, there's like an organization, like the, a non-profit that basically just tries to effectively keep copies of, of, of every game ever made, no matter how big and small it's like, it's mm-hmm. a serious preservation effort. Um, uh, and Nintendo actually like, uh, uh, like maybe one of the few people that actually do legal stuff that makes their job very difficult. Um, like just to keep things in a, uh, like in a, in a, in a library sense, like even, so if you know how libraries used to keep copies of games cause it's, and, and music even sometimes it's like, yeah, yeah. like Nintendo actually do legal stuff to stop libraries from being able to do that. Oh and, really? Yeah. It's oh. crazy. So yeah, they're a, they're a bit of a, I mean, it's all about money, obviously. Nintendo make a huge amount of money off their back catalog forever. Mm. So they want to protect it. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a little, it's a little worrying when they, you get, get these store closures and it's like, well, what's going to happen about the stuff that leaves and Nintendo are out there literally just saying, yeah, we've got no plans for any of that right now. <laughs> and it's like, well, what's happening to it then? And they're like, shrug. Today we plan to sell it to you for full price in 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> don't know. Don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's not buy a switch. Not any different from any other online store ever. It's just that we no. most of them haven't shut down yet. No, that's true. <laughs> and Sony have it. Have, I mean, that's that feels that still feels relatively soon. I don't know, like relatively recent. I, I don't, even though it isn't, mm. there's something about it that feels like that doesn't feel like it's, it's been very long. I feel like Sony kept like the PSP stores up for way longer. <laughs> And everyone definitely already downloaded everything off that because yep. it was hella easy. I <laughs> see <Yeah>, Central. <laughs> I don't know if much happened on the Vita side of things. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing Nintendo news. Things. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't hear you say. No, that's all right. Uh, Yeah, so that's the direct. We got any other news nuggets from this week? That seems to be the main. Yeah, that's the bulk of it. Not this week, it was the week before. (laughs) The only only note I made uh, is about missed news, news we didn't really talk about, um, regarding uh, the acquisition of uh, Bethesda, going back to that stuff with Xbox. uh, Phil Spencer has in the past said that Elder Scrolls 6 will be a console exclusive. So, you know, oh. it, with, with all the talk going around about that Activision acquisition and how Call of Duty is, um, and placed and the, and the relationship with PlayStation, um, is important. Um, right. Uh, this is one of those cases where it's, it's clearly not that important. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's Bethesda but, I mean, and it's it... an Elder Scrolls game that was like, it's a whole other game away still. They still haven't released Starfield yet. No, 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 you're right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it, but it is the next Elder Scrolls. Yeah. I mean, if it's as, as successful as Skyrim, I'm sure it'll be released on every platform imaginable over the mm. ne- the following ten years. Yeah, so I guess it's not 
clear. I guess he wasn't clear whether he meant a, like a timed exclusive or a um, like a platform platform ex- exclusive, where it was you know just going to be Xbox and it was never going to go to Switch it's be on or PC, PlayStation. Right? Oh, yeah, well, of course it'll be on PC. Yeah. it's, it's yeah. on PC. Yeah, of course it will be on PC. Um, I mean, all we need to know about it is what engine they're using, because if they're still using the same <laughs> engine, then it will go everywhere oh, because they because that's just they've already done the work. Oh, you know, it will be some variant of whatever they've got, like for Skyrim Special Edition. God, or... I really hope not. I hope Microsoft tells them to do probably... gives them. An, I hope Microsoft just gives them money to stop using that engine. <laughs> yeah, for the love of God, use Unreal. Um, no, but it'll, be, it'll be whatever's powering Starfield, right? God, I hope that isn't like. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so funny if Starfield came out; it would just look like Fallout, Fallout 3. Four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the creation engine. Yeah, that's quite funny. I still feel like we haven't seen nearly enough of Starfield for a game that's meant to come out later this year. <laughs> yeah, what is it? November eleventh. Yeah. <sighs> because they've committed to the date. Yeah, they well. said a date in mm. a in a tra- trailer video. Risky. We shall see. Right, yeah, I guess the other thing going on is games are coming out, but we haven't played them yet, but there's Horizon and stuff come out and stuff like that, so yep. a few things happening. Yeah, Elden yeah, re- re- soon, so. reviews for Horizon make yeah. it sound like it's another one of those. <laughs> Did we like, talk about the Gran Turismo like reveal? I, I mean, it did, it did happen before the last podcast. I don't know if we, t- we. I think we touched on it, but we didn't talk about it a huge deal. Like yeah. I don't know. There's, yeah. there's bits That's of it. That, there's bits of it. I mean, it looks nice in places. It looks ropey in others, and it looks like a Gran Turismo game. I don't understand the the men the cut the coffee menu for like achievements, <laughs> but. It's not just a coffee, it's a whole cafe that you can sit down and like look at your achievements. I have a nice bowl of car. <laughs> a bowl of car. <laughs> I guess so with your cappuccino. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. But we should probably talk about what we have been buying, I guess. I mean maybe. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to. <laughs> well, we could talk about something else. Okay, we could see what the sentient pizza has to say. <laughs> <laughs> the sentient pizza, pizza that is doomed <laughs> to, uh, to to the bin. I'm sorry, Doe. Forgive me. It's not your fault that you lost power. Forgive for me. Two days. You should have put that really old yeast in there and have them fight. <laughs> <laughs> what makes some old dough and some new dough? Yeah, just, just take the old yeast and make some. Just put that into some of the dough and then mash them together and see what happens. <laughs> What, like a the yin, dough interface, like a yin yang dough. Yeah. Like, I mean, they do that with two different doughs, don't they? To make like twisted baguettes and things, but or like, <laughs> but I'm sure that's not different yeast. No, probably not. No, <laughs> it'd be really weird. Wouldn't it like just make giant holes with like flat bits where it hasn't risen and like really poofy bits? It depends if the yeast acts differently. I mean, if the yeast's dead, then then yes, you'll get a flat bread on one side and less flat bread on the other. <laughs> It's like a different sort of calzone, like, but you don't fold it over. You've just got a thin base, a thin crust, and a, and a thick crust in the same pizza. I'm surprised someone hasn't tried to do that yet. <laughs> it's like a soft maybe crust. they have. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's really tough. Well, yeah. Actually, I'm surprised. You know, you could quite easily make a half-stuffed crust, right? 
Because all you're I mean, really, yeah, sure. all you're really doing in a stuffed crust is folding something into half of the crust. Yeah, yeah, you could totally do that. <laughs> well, two different halves that have different stuff. You can have a stuffed crust on one side, the cheesy bites on the other side. And I a mean, random hot dog sticking through the middle. Always <laughs> <laughs> put a random, disgusting hot dog. <laughs> I mean, obviously they don't do that because it's much easier to stack the dice. Yeah. Half and halves are already a problem just to even make one I mean, with different I, I mean, I don't know why that's still not back, right? Domino still won't do a half and half, like, since the pandemic because I guess they're claiming, oh, it's too much effort. <laughs> I didn't know that had gone away. Yeah, that went away for, for as soon as COVID became... Because they reduced all the menus for, like, takeaway takeouts and things like pizza hut and domino's like scaled back um mm. when when all covid hit to be like okay we're running a we're running an easier menu to make it easier so, on ourselves uh, and half and half hasn't come back at least not in domino's i don't know what i, I haven't looked at pizza because i can't get it here is that so they can have more covid secure in their kitchens or something i have no Surely idea be, they must so. have more more to, more orders than ever during the pandemic yeah i bet yeah, I've got no idea. So, probably just the supply chain. It's yeah, not, it's maybe, not yeah. anything to do with them cooking it. It's to do with them keeping the ingredients. I mean, the reduction in the menu. Yeah, a hundred. I can, I can, I can understand that. It's like, but the like the, their inability to do a half and a half. I don't. I, I, like what? What? Is that just because they were getting so many orders? In which case, like, okay, maybe it's to make their lives a little easier. But it's not that much effort. Or maybe they, maybe they just. As a part of the reduced menu, they're like, we can we can sort of reduce the amount of different menu items people are ordering on top of just reducing it by getting rid of the half and half because that will force people to order more standardized things with less variations. Mm. They won't be going into the create your own sections. Oh, yeah, because they did stop that for a bit as well. They stopped the create your own, I think. So yeah. you had to buy a menu item. Right. But that stuff's back. That stuff came back pretty quickly, actually. But you can't have one half with one selection and another with another. Disappointing. Because I used to do that all the damn time. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the annoying one that just likes just likes variety. No, it's good though. Damn them. Bring it back. Well, yeah. Hope. Bring back the half and half. Half and half rights. <laughs> exactly. Pizza rights. <laughs> half pizza rights. All right. What have you been playing? Discrimination uh, against holies. The halfies <laughs> and the holies. <laughs> it's not a thing. I think, I think, Zach, you better tell us what you've been playing over the past couple of weeks. Well, not much. So this is not going to be a particularly long section, which is probably a good idea. Um, I continued chipping away at Pokemon Pearl very slowly because I cut, like I could never force myself to commit any amount of time to it because it's the grind. It's just like... Every time I turn it on, I'm like, oh, I'll just I'll just play this for 15 minutes, but that's not really enough time to get any grinding done. Mm. Mm. <laughs> or any significant amount of grinding. So yeah, I have just been chipping away at it very slowly. I've got everyone, I've got all the Pokemon on my team up to level 50 now, and I'm aiming for 60. So. Is that the sweet spot for the Elite Four? Yeah, because I just looked it up. I was just like, oh, what, okay. what level is the highest level in the Elite Four? And it's like 66. So I'm like, wow, 60 is probably enough then. <laughs> okay. Although, again, I might not actually use any of these Pokemon. I might just steamroll everything with my, like, 82 starter Pokemon. I'm just using <laughs> right, yeah. everything else in this game. 
You, you, but you want, to, you want it to feel a bit like a game. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm doing it. Because <laughs> it's just like, when you realise that you can just steamroll the whole game with just one Pokemon, it's like, oh, Pokemon kind of sucks. <laughs> and it always has. It's just, you just, it's you, true. It's you true. just if you try and play it really, it's much better. <laughs> I don't like that. It's just like some kind of like existential crisis washing over you. It's like, Pokemon's always sucked. <laughs> I mean that probably depends more on the on what generation you're in because I guess this is still early enough that it's much easier to steamroll everything just by being over leveled because mm. there was less like less, when it went less like- dual types because they've only just started introducing that and then like the they hadn't rebalanced the moves because then in a couple of generations after this I think they rebalance like what is effective against what when they introduce some a few new types right and then did they like debuff not very effective even further at some point so it's like if it's if you're like against type is it just not very usable i don't think so they i mean i don't know if it was this game that changed it but there was like they increased immunities like flying is immune to ground in the same way that ghost is immune to normal oh interesting okay because i think that was this game it might have been the one before i guess i didn't play the one before so i wouldn't have known but yeah, once they started making the types make slightly more sense, and they were like, oh, we could actually expand this to make more more sense. And it became the moves that were important over the Pokemon type. Is that right? So if you did a normal move, that was it was the, like had more of an influence than if the Pokemon was normal. Well, type. it was because once everything, once basically everything started being dual types, that gives you the chance to have four times effective if it's double super effective. Sure. And then like four times uneffective. So that's when, because the moves are, because <laughs> the moves are only single type. When you're fighting against a double type Pokemon, it makes it more, it makes it more important to know what the type matchup is against both of those for mm. your one type of move. But yeah, you can just plow through of overleveling. I guess, I guess types were always that slightly more. Uh, remember what memorable than the damn Zodiac system from Final Fantasy Tactics? Just <laughs> for the Zodiac system from Final Fantasy Tactics was not just like a Zodiac system; it was like an unnecessarily complicated Zodiac system because <laughs> it wasn't just like this is this is good against this. It's like this Zodiac symbol is good against the ones adjacent to it, but bad against the ones opposite to it. Oh, so it was always in the circle. It's in a circle. Oh, I didn't realize it. Like I thought, I thought it would just have some nice clear rules. But, but then, but then, like. That, I suppose that is fairly clear. But then that only that applies to like offense. But then if you're trying to heal someone, it also applies. So like if you're trying to heal someone who has the wrong zodiac sign, you just can't because it sucks. Oh wow. <laughs> it's like this it's really unnecessarily complicated. Huh. Do you reckon how complicated do you think the system in triangle strategy is gonna be? Not nearly as complicated as that. <laughs> it's gonna be more like tactics advance. <laughs> Okay. Typical good. typical good. strategy game complex, yeah. <laughs> complexity. Roll, roll it back a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I don't think anyone missed the Zodiac system going away. <laughs> I wonder if they kept it in War of the Lions, because that was the PSP the version, version of it. I think they probably did, because yeah. it's kind of integral to the way that game works. Oh, okay. Also, I, I, damn it, now you've reminded me about the second layer of that system, oh, Faith and more? Bravery. Right. Because you have the Zodiacs where it's just like, you know, you have the ones you're bad against and the ones you're good against. Uh-huh. But then you, you're you in your stats where it's just like you have all the usual shit like strength and, and defense and all that mm. stuff. You also have faith and bravery where 
faith actually like the higher your faith stat the better magic works on you both offensively and defensively because you believe in it more oh interesting (laughs) so if you're trying to heal someone who has really bad faith you can't do that either because that sucks it's more of an affinity i suppose than as faith is probably a bad term for it probably yeah but then and then bravery is sort of the same thing but for physical attacking except that then there's the really unnecessary so it's the glass cannon factor kind of but then it's like this really unnecessary extra level to this with of faith and bravery where you can you can modify those stats through like moves in battle like buffs or whatever but there's like there's an upper limit to faith and a lower limit to bravery where if you go past them the unit just becomes unable to do anything like if you go too <laughs> high in faith you become like too pious to fight and if you go too low in bravery you become too much of a too coward cowardly. to fight <laughs> so you just become disabled oh wow <laughs> huh and, and what so those can change mid fight yeah because it's just like a stat buff oh wow <laughs> So if you want, That's a, quite fun. so if you want a really good healer, you have to get like a lot of faith, but not too much. <laughs> huh. That's but, a, that's hilarious. Can it, so can you permanently disable a character by overleveling that, and you have to debuff them and make them? Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that like how I don't remember how like the level up system works for gaming stats, but yeah, huh? It's a highly unnecessarily complicated system. That's really strange. <laughs> I kind of dig it outside looking in but i bet it's a pain in the ass yes like, because mainly because you know it's an old game where this kind of information is difficult to look up yeah. in the middle of a fight or whatever yeah yeah we're like oh how do i get to the fucking zodiac there's wheel probably i just, probably look in the manual there's probably just too much going on during an actual battle to keep track of all that well stuff, yeah and then you're having to be like selecting a unit and looking at its stats page and hmm. figuring out what zodiac sign it is and what its stat bonuses are yeah slightly off topic yep well i mean that was a convenient part to fill some time because I guess I haven't played much else apart <laughs> from I reinstalled a game I haven't played since 2018 according to Steam I reinstalled City Skylines at last oh, yeah. I kept saying I might yeah, yeah. and then I did oh yeah has there been updates since you played it well I mean there's been a shit ton of DLC oh, right. <laughs> of course because that's what they do what Paradox right. does but there's I haven't got any of that airport one isn't there I think. yes the most so. recent one is airports uh, but, but they don't really add much to the I don't know, mechanics that much. Well, I mean, I think they kind of do sometimes. Like, the airport one... I mean, it changes some... It changes completely how you build airports, obviously, because it makes it all modular. So you're Mm. actually Mm. designing the actual layout of the airport rather than just whacking down a giant (laughs) building, essentially. (laughs) But then it it also changes the mechanics slightly to do with, like, cargo transport and whatnot, where you can have, like, actual cargo terminals that are a part of an airport. So they're, like, separated out from passengers and you can or you can have purely cargo airports or whatever hmm. that kind of hmm. stuff so i think those do kind of change the mechanics occasionally sometimes the dlcs like the industries one i think also did something kind of similar where it makes you can have a like instead of just zoning industrial you have like almost an industrial estate i guess except it's one industry so you have individual buildings inside that and then it can actually process materials so it leads specific deliveries and you have to set up a supply chain and all that kind of stuff i think that's how that works 
So the DLCs can make some mechanical differences, but as far as me reinstalling the vanilla base game version, I also made it not very vanilla because I immediately went and downloaded a ton of mods. Yeah. Because as of previously, I'm sure I've talked about on the podcast ages ago, um, you, the standard one that obviously you have to use is the traffic manager one that lets you do all like the lane assigning and all that stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which, yeah, made, which makes the that. traffic system just way better mm-hmm. and much easier to handle. But then this time I was like, well, okay, I've occasionally I'll see videos of people playing these skylines and, and I'm kind of aware of some of these mods. So I was just like, let me download some more of these on top of the traffic manager one. So I started, it's like you just add more layers on top of that. So you have the traffic manager one where you're like, you can assign the le- the lanes essentially. So you can be like, this lane is only left turn or whatever, that kind right. of thing, which obviously helps immensely for junctions. Right. And then on top of that, you've got like, you add like the node editor where you can actually like adjust the shape of the junction. So when you've, because a lot of the time when you're building rows in that game, it will just be like weird jank because it like it limits how stuff will join obviously because of the angles and the collisions and whatever mm. so you will just end up with like weird looking junctions but now with the node editor you can be like well if i make this road get wider as it enters the dun- junction then it will line up better and i can like angle that entrance so that the so that the like i guess crosswalks are the only thing that it actually changes will line up better with where the actual roads are okay and that kind of stuff and then on top of that you add the I guess it's not specifically for roads, but that's what I'm using it for. This this mod that basically just lets you move anything, where it will just you can just pick up. Well, it's not really pick up; it's more like slide around. I suppose <laughs> you just slide stuff around, and you know people will use that for literally building cities. But I'm only using it for the roads because you can you can grab the nodes of the roads and actually shift them, and then like adjust the curvature if you've made a curve. So you can basically just make things much neater than you would usually be able to with the base games okay click yeah. and drag drawing of roads because mm. you know a lot of the time in that game it's like well i want to make a nice 90 degree curve so you you go like you go up five units and across five units and then it just makes it and it's like that's good but then if you're doing anything that's not a 90 degree curve then you're starting to get into weird like half tile lengths and all kinds of stuff that just makes it kind of janky to work with after mm. a while mm. So obviously using that, you can make things much more precise. And then there's the, what for me is now the top layer of this stack of modding where it's just like, now we get into the completely unnecessary, fully aesthetic ones where it's like, now I've downloaded the... Arcologies. (laughs) No. I mean, those would be mechanics. I've downloaded the lane markings tool because when it make when in the base game, when it makes a junction, it just makes the sort of, I guess you'd call it a generic American junction where it's just like a big flat slab of concrete in the middle. <laughs> right, yeah. There's no markings at all. But now now that you can actually adjust all these nodes and get all these roads better lined up and you can change what lanes go where, it's like now you can actually just paint the road markings yourself and make a properly, fully functioning junction that actually looks like it should. Uh, but, but the car's don't follow it well the cars follow the the rules. the rules that you've set out okay and because the lane markings mod is basically using the exact same t- tool which is like you select well, on in the, each junction node it has like a point on each of the inbound lanes and a point on each of the outbound lanes and you join them up with a line oh, i see cool so that's how you do the lanes but then the lane marking tool uses basically that same thing so okay. the, the, so the actual uh, okay so it's, it's not drawing like a along the same line basically <laughs> you made it sound like you were just literally getting a paintbrush out and just like i've drawn my own lines on it this is a happy face junction <laughs> not quite 
it is still point to point. Although it does have some fairly advanced like options for that. Like you can, if you draw between two points, but the lines intersect, you can like shorten one of them so it only goes up to where it crosses over the, the other line. Oh. And you can like select areas if you want, like chevrons or whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't just. Do the two mods just automatically... Well, that's what I imagined, right? Because if you're doing lane assignment, it should just automatically just paint those lines in for you. Mm. I'm not sure if there is an option somewhere to do that. Yeah, or maybe there's a mod manager that can link them together or... Yeah, possibly. But I feel like with the way that you link up lanes most of the time using the traffic manager, it would be either too much of a mess or like too generic for the rules of the line painting to make sense. Because, I mean... It would be nice to do it for it to have a go. Yeah, kind of. Although, you know, conversely, that would be annoying to have to go in and fix it rather than just building from scratch. Yeah, but it might be most, <laughs> it might be most of the way there, I guess. But you can always just... That would be a one-click to be like, I'll just clear it. I want to do it. Yeah, I suppose. It would just be like an undo. Mm. So there's that. And then I downloaded a couple of additional mods on top of that for, like... Well, some fixes like FPS fixes, <laughs> FPS fixes, and like loading time fixes. Oh, really? Just make that game run better, such as it is. So, is there like a like a mod manager tool for layering all these things up? Not like, really. It just kind of manages itself. Huh. I don't, like I'm not sure what the there are a couple of like dependency mods which I assume must do some of the work yeah. for load order type stuff. But yeah, I fiddled around with that. It's it's far too easy to get get down to like editing a junction and then just work on one junction for like fifteen minutes and be like, this is not I'm gonna spend this time really. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks cool and it'll work real well. Yeah, that's what matters. If you, if you ever go for a job in like like city planning, maybe <laughs> you can be all like, "Well, I've, I've got plenty of experience with like road junctions." Except that's my actual problem. Where I was just like, when I was trying to build like a new highway junction or whatever, coming off the off the main road into the into towns, and I was like, "How do I build this?" Well, on the first one, I built what the the exact junction that we know around here, the raised oval roundabout with uh-huh. slip ramps. Okay, standard. But then on the second one, I was like, well, this one might need to be higher capacity. So I'm, maybe I should build something more fancy with like highway overpasses and stuff. And then I tried to do that. And I was just like, I have no idea how these are even meant to work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to go research. Yeah, I would like, just go and look at a map and be like, how do these actually work in real life? I mean, looking at them in real life, I think no one really knows. No. It's all different. Like, even if you look on Google Maps, you have to zoom in. You, you can see like, here's a big mass of roads, but you have to zoom in all the way down to where it'll actually show the directional arrow. <laughs> to be like okay well where do these roads actually go what is joined to what they're always messy but that is the actual thing about trying to look at a real life map of uh, like junctions like that it's like that's not how you do it in the game because in real life you have all these other constrictions of like land management and like the roads are never actually straight on or whatever and sometimes mm. you don't need to go in every direction so you've got all these weird junctions that only allow you to go northbound or whatever <laughs> I always remember the like I don't know roads are weird, right? Like they're always they're always properly weird. The designs always seem like wrong because <laughs> I always remember like uh, and it's, I think it's it's all different now. I think they've changed it all. But like the where the A14 
effectively ends at Cambridge and actually becomes a different road, but it's it's still the A14, but you have to do it like a jink across a... The junction is really weird, because like, for starters, there's two like slip roads to the left. One goes one to one place and one goes somewhere else. So you have to get on the right one of those. And then that does like a... It does a 180 on itself. And then, but it doesn't go. What doesn't like do a do a left turn two seventy to like get on the direction you actually want to be going. You do this one eighty, and then you end up on a stretch of road that's effectively a zipper. Like so, there's merging traffic from both sides that want to get into like the other lane to get to where they need to go. So you've got cars going freaking everywhere <laughs> on this this weird bit of patch of road, and you so you've got to get on the right junk right lane there, and then you end up going the right direction. And then by that point, you've done two seventy degrees, and then you slip onto the actual road you want to be. It's so weird. It was so, I'm sure I'm sure it's all been completely ripped out now because they were doing a lot of work around there. But mm. but it was such a weird bit that that threw me like for ages. Like when I had to do, I used to do that route like every couple of weeks, didn't I? So it was just. It took me a couple. It took me a couple re- weeks to remember exactly what was going on. Because <laughs> when I started looking at these, like making these junctions in the game, I started to like go back to the old open transport, t- uh, open transport taking like railway junctions. Because it's basically the same idea, right? Well, I mean, it, it boils down to being, being like, well, for us on left-hand drive, it's like you always split left before merging and that kind of thing when you're trying to make it as efficient as possible. Mm. So you've got as many as few like opportunities for traffic to interfere with each other. But then when you actually there's like I was looking on Google Maps again at like some weird junctions where it's just like there's all kinds of weird like there's a couple of roads where like the the intersection comes into the middle and is like a, a middle lane intersection where like two other lane like the the main road comes around this bridge and then the bridge merges in the middle <laughs> and I'm like well that can't be safe surely huh. I can't even picture it exactly it just sounds odd yeah but it's just like it's all about I mean that's why it gets like this in the game is that now because you can manage the lanes and you can shape the junctions it allows you to actually make these things work so much better than they would in the base game because you can actually be like you have to stay in your lane in this junction or you can only turn left in this junction Mm. and then the simulation actually is affected by this yeah then the then the cars actually follow it and actually lane change appropriately or mostly appropriately Because how does the simulation work in City Skylines compared to that SimCity, latest SimCity, which actually had individual... It had, like, actors, didn't it, actually traversing? Well, I mean, they sort of do it in Skylines as well. It's not quite as strict, I would say. Like, I mean, you can... Also, this is part of this mod, you can just turn off despawning. So you can be like... If you get stuck in a traffic jam, you just have to stay there until it sorts itself (laughs) out, rather than just disappearing eventually. Amazing. (laughs) But yeah, it's sort of similar to the SimCity one, because it does have... what I guess it was... Is it sort of like like influences rather than... Like, is just how it works? Yeah, because I don't think it... I don't think it necessarily matters as much in City Skylines if a certain person goes to a certain place. 
as it did in SimCity, where it's mm. just like if this person doesn't get to this shop, then they just don't they don't get the shopping bonus or whatever, and then the house and they die. Then the co- co- commercial zone goes out of business or whatever. That still happens in Skylines, but it seems like it's much more sort of lenient on it, where it's like it, it, it will try it several it times or whatever, yeah, or okay. like that makes sense. A certain percentage of people have to make it. Or, it's a it's a gradual decline as opposed to like this guy didn't make it; it's boned. Yeah, but the traffic simulation is definitely much more well i mean with the mods it's very manual <laughs> it's very precise the only trouble with it is how... is, is there a slider for dick drivers yes there actually is oh okay <laughs> although i'm not sure that's a slide that might be a drop down <laughs> there's a reckless driver percentage where you can... i'm not sure what that even does because uh-huh. like the traffic can't actually collide <laughs> it probably just causes like fires maybe <laughs> maybe or Maybe it just causes causes blockages because they're simulating crashes or something. Or maybe it, I guess the vehicles don't necessarily collide, but they do sort of obstruct each other. So maybe it makes people cut across traffic mm. more. <laughs> yeah, well, that'd be pretty cool. Because yeah, like one of the other parts of the traffic manager mod, apart from the lane management, you can do like you can turn off traffic lights and have like yield instead. Or if you really want to, you could actually go and like actually program the traffic lights, <laughs> which I did try and do on one junction because I had like a full on two avenues cross junction. And I was like, that's going to be a disaster because that's always what is you're not meant to do that. I, only if I make T junctions, <laughs> but I had to have a cross full cross there. And I was like, well, maybe this would be an opportunity to try and learn how to use the traffic light programming. But I'm not sure I necessarily succeeded it seems okay but it's not that much traffic yet mm, yeah. <laughs> not that much going along that road you need to tune it so like during rush hours well, like, these it's meant, roads get priority it is also meant to have like auto tuning oh, like okay. you can set a you can tell it how sensitive it should be to the condition and you can change the condition between like how long the queue is or i don't know what the other conditions are really but mm. i don't fully understand what that actually means but yeah, when you're trying, I, the main problem with it is that, is just that I don't I don't know what numbers I'm meant to put in for like how long the signal should stay. Should right, I, is is five like in terms of how is you know, what's relevant to the simulation? You mean? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the scale of these numbers are. Yeah. And I don't know how I should actually account for that. Mm. But yeah, you can set like minimum and maximum on the traffic lights, and you can also you can in the traffic lights you can then set lights for like specific directions so if you've got a turning lane you can have an individual traffic light for that which in my case i was using for i had i had it in the more traditional traffic light arrangement of like left turns and straight on one light and right turns on the second secondary light so you can have all, only right turns go from both sides diagonally across because that's safe okay because yeah. then you don't then you, there's no overlap and then you can also configure when the pedestrians get to go, get to go as well individually, huh. which is <laughs> each individual pedestrian is like right. This well, is this side. Is, this is Bob's slot. But yeah, in this junction, I was like, well, there's not really anywhere that the pedestrians fit in here, so I'll have to have a full separate. All the traffic lights are on red, and just have the pedestrians go segment. Hmm. But yeah, it gets kind of ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I guess you could like design it like Shibuya, hold everyone up for ages and then just have a mad person dash. Yeah, pretty much. Although luckily in Skylines, it's, the pedestrians are very quick and they bunch up a lot. 
as in they match up literally on a, a tiny point and then it'll just go boof in one <laughs> so you can have the pedestrian crossings be like three seconds that's cool or three whatever in-game time <laughs> units are three <laughs> three units but yeah that's getting into some quite precise detail where it's just like you can spend a long time fiddling around with it and then, and then like with the road markings it's just like oh, i can make this look so nice make these <laughs> make these generic ass giant slabs of concrete actually look like they actually have lanes particularly when you're doing y junctions or whatever where it's just like you want a nice big chevron or a hmm. big lump of grass in the middle. <laughs> but do they have yeah. like UK markings? Oh, I mean, I'm sure you could download that. Oh, well, you can download that. You could download UK textures for the roads. Mm. And then the markings are more generic where you just select from the drop down box where it's like dashed or solid or double dashed or whatever. And then does it have like a left left side of the road mode? I mean, the whole game does. Oh, cool. You just yeah. switch it to left hand traffic. Nice. Nice. But yeah, so I played some of that, but didn't actually progress the city much because I was fiddling around with traffic for ages. And I also downloaded some mods for like, I downloaded the mod that lets you unlock all of the map at the end. Because that game has milestones, where like population milestones. So every certain number of people, you unlock the ability to unlock another tile on the map mm-hmm. to expand into. But in the base game, when, when once you get to the end of the unlock tree, you don't you don't get any more unlocks. But it doesn't cover the whole map area, so there's just a mod where it's just like once you get to the end of the unlock tree, you can buy all the tiles if you want to unlock the whole map. So I downloaded that, but then I, now I'm thinking like maybe I'm maybe I'm not actually maybe I don't actually want this unlock tree at all. <laughs> maybe I should just. I don't think you need to download a mod for that. I think there's a basically a built-in mod for turning off the unlock tree. And for like infinite money, if you want that, or infinite landscaping, so you can just toggle those on and off. Mm. But I don't know. I feel like I like. I haven't decided whether it's too late or whether I should start over, or whether just turning on this mod in the middle of the game would be a good idea. Because sometimes that's sometimes that works, but sometimes that's fuck everything up. Because <laughs> that's yeah, how yeah, mods yeah. work. Yep. Who knows what they're doing at the data structures? Yeah. Yeah, that was City Skylines. I didn't really play much of that. That was only the last two days. Right, <laughs> I just started that. And apart from that, I don't think I've really played anything else. Some Rocket League, mainly. Yeah, we well, obviously played some more Hyrule. Yep. As as you do, standard. <laughs> still, still haven't done another main mission well, we, over this last two weeks. No, we did. We've did got we? we've got old Zelda now. Oh right, yeah, we did the Fort Hatton mission. Yeah. Not not strictly a new character, but a new weapon set for Zelda. So her move set's entirely different. Yeah, and I don't understand it at all. I was the only one who tried it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't tried it yet. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely need to like you have. I have. Well, first of all, I'd have to actually read the actual description to see what mm. it actually says it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, like, there's some moves in that move set where you just like get like glowing rings attached to the enemy, and I'm not sure if that's like a thing that you can trigger in a different part of the combo to do more damage, or whether that's or just that, literally an effect. Or is that like the right trigger special or something? No, or? because the right trigger special is like you go into super mode where you just like. Is it a bit like the get big? 
from the monk. Kind of. Except, Does it get big? It's like a one hit. Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's a toggle. So you toggle into super mode. And I think while you're... This is, again, things that I'd actually need to notice to be able to tell. <laughs> yeah. But I think while you're in the super mode, it drains your special bar. Oh, interesting. Like, not full, not in one big chunk, but like Over actually time. gradually as if you were building it up. Okay. And you just like have a completely different set of attacks, but they're more like, they're more like just high, yeah, high damage, but like error of effects. Okay. Hmm. Rather than single targets. But then I just, I like toggling in and out of that mode. It seems like if you let your special bar run out, then you kind of get screwed in some way. Like if you're still in that mode when the special bar empties, you kind of get like an exhausted mode maybe for oh, a second I, for oh, a little I bit. Huh. I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell. Like I said, I don't really understand what the fuck is going on with that moveset <laughs> or what you're even meant to do with it. Be very bright. Yeah, basically, just glow a lot. But we got we 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 once again. Really, the re- real reason why we haven't progressed much in that game is we had a couple of missions where we got hella stuck oh, for God. a long time. There are some real toughies. Oh, really? It's getting really hard now. Well, it's mainly because we don't give up. That's no. our actual problem. Well, yeah. We the pro- the problem with, the- with, like, Ruki and fucking... What's-his-face? Not Ruki. What's-his-face? What's R- Riju. Riju and... and- and Tabor. Tabor. And we yeah. were just like, oh, that mission forever. When we should have just quit we should have bailed. characters. We should have bailed, yeah. Those characters were not suited to that. Um, but there were... But the problem was, is it felt doable. And it's like there was a certain element of the challenge that's the fun of this game. Well, and right? also, like, most of the times when this happens, it's on, like, the last checkpoint. And yeah. It's like, you don't want to waste all this effort exactly. you've got you, you done up, getting to this last checkpoint. You end up in a sunk cost fallacy state where it's just like but it's taken us forever to get here and we've just got this last little bit to do let's just keep slogging at it because that happened in the main mission right we yep. got stuck on a real tricky end bit and uh, we just couldn't get over it and Although it, it, it always- took us like an hour and a half like extra to get through this last little bit and was, I'm like I need to go to sleep yep <laughs> but, but I was weirdly awake that week so it was fine <laughs> but as always with those things hot pot I mean it is actually a factor of the difficulty is that we're always on like no health as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it checkpoints usually. Absolutely, yeah. Which sometimes leads to the hilarious that one funny checkpoint we had where Rob basically dies within one second of the checkpoint every time unless he remembers to dodge. <laughs> it's like, oh God. <laughs> that was a very weird checkpoint. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen a checkpoint that bad in that game. And because the, well, because the, the checkpoints when a significant moment happens but because the two players can be off doing two separate battles at the same time I might still be in the middle of a fight when Zach completes a a significant moment so I could I could be like and that's exactly what happened here Zach had finished a thing it put the it's usually when success appears on screen it's like for your current mission objective that's when it's usually checkpointing you um and uh yeah I was still in the middle of a big big old fight (laughs) I think it was with a dude doing it mid-swing. I think. Yeah, I like normally I feel like it doesn't checkpoint things like that, like Mm. enemy attacks. But I think maybe because it was a hitbox, or because I was just so close to it, it, like it was just just always instantly doing an attack because it immediately saw you. Yeah, yeah, and it was annoying because it's like. so I guess it's not really a glitch. It's a slight sort of polishing issue, I suppose. Like, like so if you die and there's like a conversation going on or the game is rattling through like on-screen notifications for the next section, you've got to wait for those notifications to cycle through before it, like, before it pop- pops up the you're dead menu. 
and because the checkpoint was at the start of a new section where those texts tend to happen. Yep. So, so, so I would I would die immediately, and then we'd have to wait for this conversation to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's still a stupid ass game, but like it's. Uh, but I know I I I kind of love the challenge. Like it's like yes. it's it's the reason to play it more than anything. Like yeah, it, it, it can get grindy, and yeah, it can get a bit. It's, I think it's getting to the stage where I, I feel like it, like it's getting a little repetitive. But they do like they do keep throwing little, they, they keep throwing little carrots at you every now and then just to be like, keep going. No, we've got some new stuff coming. Keep going. No, there's something else you might be interested in. Yeah, I mean, even it this, just keeps happening. Even after this, just this last story mission, it's like, oh, there's some, there's some more of those special map icons. I mean, they're not particularly interesting in this case, where it's just like, oh, you can see treasure maps on the, uh, treasure chests on the mini-map. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is still like, there are still those kind of actual functional, like, modifications of the game still. Like mm. we said last time, where it's like, oh, we can level the weapons up another 10 levels now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just keeps expanding. Good on you, Hyrule. <laughs> It's amazing how much that you know not like a triple a game necessarily but as, as hold you guys with enough content and uh and yeah it's a, it's a drip it's a drip feed of new stuff that's just mm. it just keeps you hooked like it's it's very it, it feels it feels clinical <laughs> you know in its execution it's like it's just enough just often enough right just to keep you hooked yeah like oh i know <laughs> i know what they're doing <laughs> muso is a hell of a drug <laughs> yeah they, they of course they don't. they've made the same game for like yeah, 20 yeah. like this is technically like the 12th iteration of this formula <laughs> probably, so probably pretty good at it probably more than that yeah god knows how that i can't don't even know when the first dynasty warriors was and even well, if that was the first i mean i know there's been nine of them that have been called dynasty warriors oh so. yeah but there's been plenty of like variants yeah. of them just yeah just even within their own damn ip there's like a billion spin-offs hmm. well if it ain't broke then make a zelda skin for it <laughs> or a fire emblem skin yeah, yeah apparently or I don't know. Was Persona Strikers one as well? I get a bit confused I mean, yes, by that one. Technically, but yeah. I don't know how that, was that one seems a, like it was more modified. Yeah, was that was that quite the same thing? So, what other franchise would you want for a Dynasty Warriors game? I'm trying to think more that what's been done because there are loads that have gone that have had one. I think One Piece has had one. Well, that makes sense, I guess. Um, Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Really, like well, you need something. I mean, I guess any open world game you could you could you could make work in some or any anime game you could make Valkyria Chronicles probably work in some bizarre way. <laughs> maybe I don't think projectile weapons do very well in that, no, in that maybe format not. though. They're not, they're not quite expressive enough. But you could like you could obviously do a Final Fantasy one like easily. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Man, you could probably even do like a Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom battle one. <laughs> like, I don't know why I thought of that because I thought just bringing in even more weirdness into it, but like, right. or a Paper Mario one. Well, yeah, Paper Mario makes sense because they already have hordes of enemies yeah. in their paper form. Super Smash Muso. Just fighting hordes of little master hands. 
or any enemy from Nintendo ever. Right, is that you then, Zeg? And Rob, you've been playing Dynasty Warriors. What else? <laughs> yeah, I've not been playing a huge amount else. Um, mostly playing uh, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, keeping up with that. Um, I'm beginning to think that game is too big. Mm. I'm, a, I'm about 20 hours in, and uh, it's not... I don't think it's mixing things up enough. You know, we, just, we literally just talked about the drip feed of Hyrule Warriors. If they're being yeah. just enough to just keep enough. me interested, and it's like, like I'm starting to feel a bit of fatigue with with Phoenix Rising. It's like it's not, and and I think part of that is because I've just always got that voice in the back of my head going, "This is a bit like Breath of the Wild, but I know it's not as good as Breath of the Wild. <laughs> it's just not as interesting. It's not as surprising. It's like everything is serviceable. Like it's it's hard to say that there's much bad about it." Mm. Um, but there's not much that I would go. So that's amazing about it. it it's uh, it ticks the boxes for the sort of content you should have in one of those games, but it's just not nearly as deep as as Breath of the Wild. Not even close. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're in the, by ripping it off so much, you're inviting comparison with one of the best. Absolutely, yeah. And that there's no there's no real. I mean, I guess there isn't too much of a flow of story in in. Breath of the Wild, particularly because of its setting, but it's like it's all like you, there's a, there's effectively like a um, a god of each area of the map that you're trying to help out. So you go out there and you do their thing and you hear their little story, but it's all disconnected from everything, kinda. Mm-hmm. It's like um, and the, the the variety of puzzles is a bit weak. Like oh, there's pressure pads on the floor, right? So I need a I need a certain weight on this pressure pad. Okay, let's go do that. How do I get the block? Or oh, there'll be a block hidden somewhere. Okay, how is that block hidden somewhere? Oh, it's up behind a wall. Okay, great. Oh, it's behind some sort of physics-y, light physics-y puzzle where I need to drag something with my special power through a grate until I can get it to a hole so I can get at it. Um, or a block puzzle, you know, a slide puzzle, I should say. Let's do a slide puzzle, yay. Uh, and then, oh, let's do another slide puzzle, but this time with death lasers around it. <laughs> it's like... We've come so far since Ocarina of Time. Grecian death lasers. Yeah, well, Ocarina only does that once. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I've done like five of these things now. Um, they're never particularly complicated, but they like try to do something environmental to make it a little awkward. Like you'll need to unlock the ability to, to move one of the pieces or something by doing some other simple puzzles in the area. And I would say the combat is a little more character action in a weird way. Like like when when we go back to playing Hyrule Warriors, I have a slight problem for the first few minutes of the game where I'm pressing the wrong dodge button. I'm pressing the dodge button from Immortals instead of the dodge button from from Hyrule Warriors because it's like there are actually quite a, a, a few similarities in how that thing controls. Um, uh, so maybe that's part of the problem as well. Maybe I played two games where the combat is, a, is feels a little too similar. <laughs> It's not like there's hordes of enemies you're fighting against, but so yeah, I don't know. I, I was talking to someone else I know who's played it, and they, I think they got to about the same point I'm at before they ba- bounced off. So maybe this is, maybe this fatigue is actually a core problem with the game that they, oh, they, really? they, they, okay. they that they just went too big. Well, they went too big in the, in the Ubisoft way. Yeah, in the, the Ubisoft, Ubisoft way. way. Yeah, filled it with too much. 
bland, slightly too bland. Yeah, slightly. Too, that's 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 the word. Yeah. There's um, uh, I mean, it's it's like I, I didn't I didn't talk about this before, but in a weird way, like one of the most off-putting things is the Ubisoftification of this whole thing, because like when it launches, like mm-hmm. because it's like so a, a long time after it after it originally launched, um. Like you load it up and it's immediately trying to sell you DLC, like in game. Right. Like it's immediately going like, oh, you should get these other like why don't you why don't you get the season pass? And I'm like, no, I don't know if I like the game yet. Yeah. <laughs> like I've never played this before. Why do I, like why are you expecting me to opt into the season pass now? I know that's a very Ubisoft thing to do, to like pre order the game now to get Aiden Pierce's iconic hat. You know, that kind of, <laughs> that yeah. kind of nonsense. Um uh, but yeah, it's like you, if you go to the pause menu, there's always like a sidebar of like, oh, you could buy this other stuff with real money for the game. And it's like, no, no, <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. It's um, yeah, it's it's got a little too much of that. There's like, if, yeah, even in the in-game menu, you know, your inventory screen or whatever, there's a, there's a button to go to the real store. <laughs> and it's like, no. <laughs> It's like it's, it's always reminding me of like the Forza Five era. Press Y to spend money. Um. <laughs> so yeah, it's all right. I'm I'm plowing on. I'm, like I'm I'm still going for now. It's still okay. It's it's had a little bit of a new lease of life since I figured out that sur- how I get surround sound working on my old amp, like without having to replace it. Like I was I was just doing it wrong. I just had it connected wrong, and I was like I put up with it for a couple of years from my Series X, <laughs> and it's like. I was just a moron, as it turns out. Or all my TV wasn't doing something, or something updated. I have absolutely no idea what something I did wrong. Um, but, okay. but, but yeah, something is now good. So I've got surround sound, and it's like, ooh, this is exciting. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's like it's, it's adding a little something to it. Um, so there's that. Um, and the other thing I played during the dark times at my brother's house... Um, <laughs> dark times. Uh, four four of us sat down to play Brunch Club. So, Never so, heard of it. So Brunch Club is a, is a stupid physics... Okay. Are you familiar with I Am Bread, even just, like, at a cursory level? Mm, no. Well, no, you, well you're, you're a piece of bread, basically, and it's a sort of physics-y... Yeah. It's in the same vein as sort of like the Surgeon Simulator sort of games, right? Yeah, you're sort of yeah, like yeah, yeah. You're, you're battling physics to get a job done. Yeah. Um, so this is that, except the idea is to cook food. Um, and four people, you start with a cursor and you pick an item that you want to move, and then you try and move that item around. Except it like pivots on like one end of the food really awkwardly and you're having to fight physics to get it to move around and you have the pansiest ass jump in the world to try and help jiggle you along um and yeah it's a it's a physics insanity game that's that's what it's going for and it's fine it's really hard actually like it's super difficult to do some of the challenges like the first level is one of the hardest because it's a like it's such a pain in the ass to get a piece of toast up the side of a toaster to get it in the toaster um, except the toaster is magical as well because it seems to like <laughs> when it pops, like the entire table pops, not just the toaster. Um, and also, it seems like it's got two. The table has two states that it flipped between when the toaster popped. Like the the, right. the, the tablecloth would change from red to blue, and some of the items would move into different locations. It was weird. We didn't really understand what was going on, but it was really difficult to just just butter 
at toast and butter, five slices of toast in the time limit. <laughs> and that's with four people trying to <laughs> trying to work Just all the implements. this toast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the hardest level was the there was the sashimi level, uh, the sushi level, because it it basically then it turned into a little bit more like overcooked. So you're picking up rice balls and rolling them over ingredients um, to try and make the, the the current order, and it only counts the rice ball only counts if the, if the current order is met. Um, but there are, the conveyor belts went to nowhere, and there's plenty of holes around, and of course you're battling these rice balls covered in crap. Um, uh, rolling them around trying to avoid the holes and you lose you use a life every time you lose a rice ball down a hole um oh, so man. so like the time limit was hard getting your balls done before an order disappeared was hard um so most of the time we would just die and then kind of we kind of came across a flaw in that level's design and that we met the target and then lost all our lives and it get, and it said you failed and it's like oh. son of a bitch but we met the target <laughs> so what yeah, we, what yeah. we did the next time was just like get the target and then leave everyone in a safe place and let the let the remaining 2 minutes on the timer run down and it goes yeah, yeah you're good and it's oh. like okay that's that's less well designed <laughs> yeah that's not so good but so hey, Kipper, Kipper said he picked this up for like less than a quid <laughs> so, oh, we won't, really? so we so we weren't complaining that much it was a bit of a laugh um, yeah. yeah, it got us through the dark times. So thank you, Brent's <laughs> Club. Uh, and I think that's pretty much me. Yeah, not been not been too adventurous these last two weeks. Mm. Well, I hope you have power for the next two weeks. <laughs> well, yeah, I need to come up with a new theme tune. Oh, because we're gosh, yeah. season, season twelve. I think it is is coming to an end. <laughs> it's time to get creative. What's the uh, genre of music going to be for 2022? Yeah, I don't really know. I might go. I might go old school jungle. Jungle. Break <laughs> yeah. out. Break out. Break out the Amen break. Why not? Yeah, that could be a good one. <laughs> well, you'll have that to look forward to, listeners, at some point in for the next season. Cheesy detuned super saws or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe maybe someone going so like one of those weird old school like tracker samples that used to be in everything like just going let's go in the background you know yeah throw back to the tracker days yeah oh does that mean I need to rip your trousers section like with some <laughs> eh, 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 like horrible eh, eh. I don't know if you can get that into our yeah, I don't, intro, I don't, I'm, I'm not even sure how I'd make that on a on a on a proper synth well that's a challenge <laughs> eh, maybe. Eh, eh. It's such a such a. Is there like a VST that actually has like a tracker player in it that you can? Oh, I've that always wondered sense? that. No, I, I don't think yeah. they do that. Like, like, because mm. some because sometimes the way trackers muck around with samples would have been is is it, it would be an easier flow to how like modern doors tend to work with samples. Mm. Um, there's there's things trackers can do that are still kind of neat. Um, mm. Just because of how they're designed, just how they're laid out, and things like that. Yeah, it's. it's um, easier to get to yeah, yeah. but yeah no, no not really it's yeah cool well listeners you got that to look forward to you've also got uh our youtube channel to look at which has a bunch of our of time on it at the moment which is a good one and various other stuff in the archives and uh then there's this here podcast that fair <laughs> which... podcast yeah, which hope you enjoyed this one. There'll be another one in a couple of weeks. So tune in for that. And uh, we'll catch you then. Whoop whoop. Bye. <laughs>